anathema. All of them. Their homes, their villages, their carts, their wine. Brazen and foolhardy, they drink to forget the untamed world around them. Plagued by the dark. But they forget where they are. Built on stone. People of untamed wood and broken bone. The sky tumbles. The trees rustle. The mountains moans his sorrowful regret. And with eyes of thunder and the world at hand, those fearful walls would shake with conviction. Hi there, Internet. Welcome back to us, playing games. Uh, once again, resuming with the Curse of Innistrad campaign, uh, where we laugh, uh, last left off. Uh, our large group of people eventually made ostensible plans to go and raid the home of uh, Streffen Mauer. Is that how you say it, Josh? I keep, I'm trying to try. I'm trying. Mauer. Mauer? More or less. Okay. Mauer. Anyway, they made ostensible plans to go and do that and made them very loudly. Uh, <laughs> this was with intent to be misleading in the process of which they were going to go and do other minor tasks, in which case they can get some funding and throw anyone who may be considering what they're doing off their trail, uh, as well as just doing good deeds for the people here who are offering them said funding. The first of these that they wished to do was uh, go and pursue what they had heard about an issue happening at the local vineyard and winery where shipments had stopped to the tavern that they had been staying at for quite a while the Blue Water Inn. Uh, on the way there they got into a bit of a tussle with some large individuals with axes who seemed to be from rather native Stensians is correct but uh, Feral's probably pushing it a bit far. Uh, spookums. Spookums. Uh, and in the process of facing them realized that something probably poor was happening here. More confirmed when they approached the vineyard, in which case there was the, a family of individuals known as the Martikovs that shared the similar physical features to the family back that ran the Blue Water Inn. Uh, after some explanation, they learned that these folks from local Stensia, the ones who were wild and faithful to nature, seemed to have taken over the vineyard for some reason or another and they requested the aid of our party of adventurers. Uh, there was some kerfuffle about whether to trust them based on some cagey information and interesting ravens with them, but eventually it seems that the task is going to be done. Turns out Illyria is just racist to ravens. Really, Illyria, Fuck please. off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I'd been ranting at you for about half a second until I realized I was muted. So. <laughs> Perfect. We're in the we, we've Great. set tone. Okay. Weird ravens. Weird. So you arrive and begin to see the uh, entrance of the winery. Are you attempting just a straight walk to the building, or what are you attempting to do? Do we have a map to possibly strategize our approach? 
Uh, not at the moment. I, I asked them last time for like a semi-tactical layout. Like I, I asked them about um, second or were, were there three, three floors? There were three floors. Yeah, where entrances were, where they might be. Because um, I was going to go have Nick check the place out. Sure. Did I have you make a check for that? I unfortunately uh, no. didn't note it if I did. Okay, then uh, please roll a investigation, I'd say. Okay. You need help with that? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. Let's see how this goes. I can just stay here with Ruprecht if you like. Well, I guess investigation is just kind of taking a look at it from a distance. So let's see how that goes. Uh, swimmingly. Does that mean incredibly poorly? Uh, the poorest. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> It's going to be a good night, guys. <laughs> hey, Axe? Have you... I mean, like, considered... Did, like, you, did like, Nick know, piss off a, a bitter priest? heart in the past or something? Did you kill like an albatross in real life? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, how you saying, like, like, did I kill a gypsy at one point? <laughs> basically, but trying to be less racist. I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather that. I really could stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> Thinner... Oh man! With <laughs> your luck, it'd be like really. Oh, I don't know. More obnoxious guests. <laughs> May the curse of luck be on you forever. All right. Uh, this is gonna step away behind a tree or something. <laughs> All right. And so, so, so ashamed of he uh, is he of Nick's performance, as he apparently <laughs> looks is like ah, I I've got no no fucking idea what's going on here. Uh, I'll take a peek. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look too. What? Yeah, okay. sure. What's happening? <laughs> Everyone's because saying things. I'm a little confused. Someone failed a real bad investigation check. All of us with are gonna investigate with high perception. No, fuck you. First, let me get to Nick. <laughs> oh yeah, he probably sees something like an arrow we, we coming directly at him. That you know, he just fucked it. <laughs> is, it, is it literally just a thing that the entire group just assumes like yeah nick can't be trusted because he's just bad at things well i mean a natural one well yes but u.s characters do not know about a natural one <laughs> this is why i mean he yes. has failed a lot of things <laughs> God damn yes. it. Okay. he must come report his failure before we can assume he is not yeah his heart doesn't seem to be in it also you should probably just make this more game and then if we fail or roll something terrible happens uh so Nick, so how are you attempting to look around the outside of the building? Just like give it a good old 360 from several hundred feet back, or what? Uh, yeah. So uh, you start rounding the uh, building. It's tall, taller than most buildings that aren't mansions out in Stensia, especially this far in. Um, as for investigating it, it's well taken care of. It's amongst the middle of a field, and the fields don't seem to be doing particularly too well. You do see a few, one full of grapevines that aren't in the best condition, but you're seeing very little in the other two. Um, As for it, you see foliage surrounding the house itself, uh, some bristly trees, uh, and you are pretty sure that you can't even see where an entrance to the house would be in the first place. A normal entrance, even? It's really hard to tell. All you can really see is this uh, bristly trees around the outside. um, I'm not quite sure. Maybe this is like a a Stensian thing, but um, uh, you guys like hide your front doors or something? Is there like a... (sighs) Do we hide our front doors? Because... That seems like something reasonable. No, you put mirrors on them. 
Oh god damn it. So oh my god. See. Does Nick see a dashing young man looking back at him and get spooked? He's oh, no. Yeah, no, Illyria's uh, like uh, got... Nick is like middle aged, so Okay. So like Illyria's like dot dot dot. I'm gonna go look because there's no way there's no front door. What the hell? Well there's probably a mirror on it. Well, okay, yes, but I'd, I'd know me if I saw me. I <laughs> I'm very well acquainted. You with realize, you. unless the mirror was faced directly at you, you wouldn't see you. <laughs> there's no, there's you. no entrance. Just a devilishly handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> like the cut of his waistcoat. I have a Look, very all, similar one. A very, all, very similar one. <laughs> all I saw was a spy. I think his codename Sam Axe. I'm not really sure what to make of it. I'm gonna go duel him. He looks like an <laughs> asshole. Like he's starting to pick a fight. He knows my moves perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fighting a wall. <laughs> right, I, I think we can manage to find the entrance. If we all put our heads together. Yeah, so, somewhere, uh, Faustus does find a tree and uh, pulls Victor out of his bag. He makes, like, as soon as you reach into the uh, bag, you feel his arms wrap around yours, and you can easily pull yours out with him hanging on. Have you ever seen a vineyard, Victor? A yard full of vines. Yes, and the place where they make wine. Is that not a tavern? No, it's... The tavern is where the wine goes to be sold to people. Then no. I don't think I have. Um, Are they kindly... interesting? This one should be. It I'm makes, like, sure. small clapping motions of porcelain on porcelain. A ting, ting, ting. Uh, if you would, go go take a look around and let me know what you see. We'll find you something nice there doesn't make any motion of assent or any uh, proper words, but just kind of a hmm, and just slides off of you and begins moving out with surprising dexterousness. Alright, after that, Faustus will go back to the others. Do you hear this? Apparently they put mirrors on their front doors here. Why? To try to scare people approaching? So it's easier to tell if someone's a vampire. Vampires don't like that. In truth, I'm surprised you don't all just wear mirrored goggles. In fact, perhaps I should make those. I would only see themselves. The and... Oh, I see. Yeah, I guess the intent is that they open the door, and for a split second before they get chowed on, uh, they at least get the consolation of seeing the ugly vampire side. Could that work, though? One eye reflecting through a mirror, the other eye open? Perhaps... I imagine it would be disorienting. Faustus invents the vampire periscope. <laughs> You'd be oh, surprised what you can adjust the, to. The vampiriscope. <laughs> invents vampire periscope. They just make videos of them eating people and upload it. I once spent half a month in university looking at the world upside down until I adjusted. These vampire attacks on world star hip hop. Oh, right. We need to get in there. We know it can be done. So, what do you do? Are you still yeah. riding on your horse also? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get off Ruprecht. They do it better than Nick. And start examining the the property, Inquisitor style. Uh, make me an investigation check. Oh, I'll go. I'll probably go with Conrad. Yeah, same with Illyria. I probably have the best investigation of us. Sure. Why don't you all make an investigation check? Nick is going to sit back and sulk. Some situations you won't all be able to, but this is one where you pretty easily could. Twenty-two. Grove 24. will put a hand on Nick. Um, and worst, then, James was a James. 
Kevin rolled better than me. <laughs> Actually, I rolled a 16. How much is your int modifier? Apparently eight. Well, it's five. Four. Yeah. It's max. Five. Most. I'm okay with my three. You people with your with your rolled scores. Yeah. <laughs> well, I rolled 18, and then I used my feet to bump it too. So wait, okay, say this again. Sorry, I was writing you something got down. A, you got 24. a 24. I got a 22. Okay. I got a nine. Right. So uh, for both of you who've got above high numbers, yeah. Um, you start investigating the house. The first thing that uh, really stands out is there are definitely entrances among those standing uh, plants. The plants are rather dense around the building, and it's surprising that they would be there whatsoever, especially with a family so minded as to gardening. And that makes them very clearly something suspicious in the first place. Must be something to do with these people who worship nature, it seems. As for the building entrances, there is one clearly... In clearly, but uh, one accessible entrance that you can see from the front where the road directly leads to. Um, it splits off to a shorter path that then goes to a door with a sizable mirror on it. Around the back, you see uh, once more surrounded by plants, but more of a loading bay. The road winds around the back of the building to it. Uh, this is clearly where carts and the like would come to have something loaded on them. The door is open and the plants are within the doorway area as well. Uh, but what, among the other strange things you're noticing about this is the uh, house tree, the hawthorn that shoots up through the middle, is brilliantly green. Stencia is not known for being a green place. It's a place affected by nature, certainly, but not green. Grays, blacks, and some mossy black greens, maybe, but not brilliant emerald. It's far too verdant to be anything naturally here, at the moment, at least. Can I make a nature check on that tree? I'm presuming that it's pointed out, which I assume they would, but do the others point it out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I haven't seen a tree like that since the uh, sunlit heart of Gavany. Yeah, so I'm really surprised that anything like that can grow in this climate. I don't think it can. Sure, go ahead and make me that nature check now, Lyria. Ah, yes. Six and a half. I can't do that because I get a plus six anyway. Six and a one. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, with a 13, you definitely know that this isn't natural. They're correct. That the lighting it seems to have is light that the sun's not producing. It's raining. It's almost glowing. It could be seen as just being a very verdant plant, but with your knowledge, that's not at all what it would be. This is something being affected by spirits, spirits that have been told to support and help it. You're not exactly sure what they're doing, how many of them there are, but this is a large tree. It's a big building, and this tree has been well cared for even before this, you would assume, but you're not certain. Do hawthorns have any specific meaning in an estrad? They're the normal tree that is used for uh, houses and cottages in uh, Stencia. They're sturdy. They make very... You can pull pieces off of them without too much difficulty, and they make a very good stake. Okay. Who eats trees? Shut up, Travis. Vampires when you shove it down their throat. Ah, there we go. True facts. Um, she'll go up and, like, tentatively touch it. Oh, this is in the middle of the house. This is, like, going oh, through middle the middle of the house. Of the house. It's, it's, it's one of the cottage trees. Going. 
I want. I still want to go. Like you're, it. you guys are still several hundred feet out from the building, even at all. You can only see this so well because it's enormous. It goes through the house, and it's okay, a three-story house. Saw, I'm looking at the map, and I'm like, well, there's a little copse of things next to the house, and it's got to be that. Well, three-floor house. I, I, I guess I should mention again, yeah. since I, I forgot myself in the explanation of these for the moment. Excuse me. It's two stories, but you were informed that there was a rather sizable cellar. Yeah. Hey, Conrad. Yeah. Do you think you could? Boost me up there? Up a two-story building? Uh, get me in. I want to touch it. We can all go in. Okay. She's just very mesmerized by it. We'll get there. We need to figure out what's going on in there anyway. I haven't seen trees like that since... I don't even know. You've seen things like it. You know you've seen things like it. But at the same time, the memory of that is hazy at best. Small trees, maybe. Brilliantly verdant and supported by spirits that you're able to contact, those of orchards, those of nature. This is something beyond most of what you've ever seen. In my experience, that's eight dryads stacked up in a trench coat. I mean, I want to meet the dryad that's keeping that tree so well, if there is one. Well, I see no reason not for us to, uh, for us not to go in. Anyone object? No, I suppose not. Perhaps no. be a little bit less obvious about entrance. In that case, I suppose I should hang back. I clank when I walk, if you haven't noticed. Just, like, just uh, point out the front to me. and uh, It's right over there. Sure. Or you can go in the loading dock over there. Yeah, loading dock's probably a better idea. If only we knew someone with a wagon that we also didn't alienate. James, do you have a picture of what your horse looks like? Um... <laughs> Did I say it was a white horse? White, yes. almost glowing. And large enough to be similar to a Clydesdale. A powerful horse. Yes. Who has nice thoughts. Yes, you are able to telepathically speak with it. And I would also like if you would mention its name once more, as I do not think I got that in my notes last time. Oprecht. R-U-B-R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. Ruprecht. Got it. But uh, yeah, just that's I'm going to use it for its token because that matters for <laughs> when combats oh, sure. happen. Um, so the sooner you get that to me, the better. Got it. Um, oh man, Axe. Is that a good horse? That's <laughs> <laughs> the one that was in my clipboard. Great. So how are you approaching this building? Uh, and are you you're doing it on horseback? No, nah, I'm getting off the horse for this one. He'll, he'll understand. Yeah. He doesn't even say anything about it. Just looks to you. Yeah, I'll basically follow the others. I'm not much for stealth. Yeah. And where is um, everyone going? I'll try to I'll try to get ahead a little bit, redeem myself for a terrible performance earlier. Yeah, I'll follow him to the loading dock. Yeah, I'll follow. I'll, I'll, Grove will uh, try and be stealthy at least, like stick to if there are any like high grass or whatnot around the area. Yeah, now Larry is like sneaking long too. Okay, so let me try and get this in mind. So Nick's going first. Nick, what entrance are you going in? The loading dock. Okay. Secondary question, so uh, is there any particular path you're trying to take? Like weeding through grass, just using the road as best as possible, but quickly? That'll get you there faster because it's not difficult terrain. Uh, yeah. He's, um, well, his approach to stealth is look for dudes and be where they aren't rather than camouflage. Sure. That's totally fair. Um, and then following him are uh, nature people, yes? Yes, all nature people. Uh, um, yeah, sounds about right. Na- and uh, you, our guys, are trying to go through the grass? Yes, nature. Uh, at least Grove is going to try and go through the grass because, well, that's how he does things. 
His isn't don't be where people aren't. It's more just like try and find a good spot that. You know, uh, I realize I can make this a lot easier on myself. One second. Are you going to give us the map? A map, yeah. Not the map. There's more than one map. <laughs> yeah. Place yourselves where you are. <laughs> Northward is where you're going. So there's grass over to the left. There are uh, bigger bushes over to the right over there. Uh, I did not fill in country. the grass. That would take me a very long time. <laughs> going back to homeland. Grass and trees. Travis, did you move Conrad, not yourself? God damn it. I'm so used to looking at Gascoin's mug. <laughs> Hello, Nick. It's enough to make a man Here's my city shitty hatching to make it clear that this is grass. What's that smell? It's blood. Faust uh, is probably follow along next to Conrad. He's both the largest target and the one that actively protects people around him. Yeah, I'm probably putting him a bit far forward. Quick. And I know we're waiting on Susan, but Elyria was over. And where's there also. the uh, like? Where's the house? Is that north? It's it's north, north. on this map. Yes. Uh, let me print screen this for. Uh, you would you wouldn't be all the way up there yet. Okay. okay. This is why. Yeah. Like here is about as far as you could be up. Conrad, you're right behind. Sticking right up there, ruining the stuff. <laughs> I see how it is. No. Whatever. He's not ruining over here now. Being obvious, which is helpful. <laughs> how is that helpful? Because they'll ignore the people in the tall grass. Ain't you ever played Pokemon? And uh, oh, Grimhild, where are you? Nothing to do with this, and you know it. <laughs> I don't um, know. I'm pretty close. I'm probably near Conrad because I'm also not very quiet. Behind, to the right, to the left. Also, I'm getting an echo from uh, someone. Yes, someone's. I'll probably flank Faustus. Stop drawing a horse. Whoever's doing that, fuck. <laughs> I'm it's to keep him safe. Anvil away from death at all times. Look at my uh, it's horse. to keep you safe. It's amazing. Give it a lick. Oh man. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, wow, that takes me back like eight years. Getting a token of your horse while we wait. What sort of background should this horse have? Like, what sort of border to the circle? I don't know. If there's just a really white one, I'll give it a gold. Majestic. Uh, let's see. Oh, documents the problem. Curse Strata assets. PCs. Ruprec. Great. Upload. Choose file. Curse Strata assets. PCs. Ruprec. Control options. Advanced. Uh, basically controlled by. All play. There we are. Just put nice. Ruprec over here for now. <laughs> grazing. <laughs> the spectral horse. The best grazing. <laughs> eating all the grapes and vines. Number one graze boy. Susan. Back. Hello. Okay. Is where you are placed on the map appropriate to where you would be? Let me look at the map. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So as you're approaching, uh, you all can make me stealth checks if you're attempting to be stealthy. Here's my stealth. I, I did okay. I rolled an 11, so I got an 11. Don't you have disadvantage on this because of your armor? I rolled an 11, so I got an 11. Oh, 11 was the worst of the two? Yeah. Gotcha. I rolled a 9, so I got an 8. Oh, even worse than me. We're all rolling? We're trying to be sneaky. Ooh. I got a three. Great. I did the best of the non-stealthy gang. Great. And even among the stealthy gang, you did pretty good. Wow. I, uh... What did Travis get? At this point, I'm considering what my past lives might have done to deserve this. Ooh. He beat me. On an alternate dimension, your strange cousin, John Stanzione, calls to you. Axe, <laughs> if you have a P.O. box or something, I will send you a set of real dice. 
I, I have magic. I have real dice. Maybe you should roll them <laughs> with your real human so, hands. But but I thought that you know it being an unfeeling computer that it'd be fine. Nope. Uh, it has feelings. It doesn't like you apparently. Uh, and Alir, what did you get for stealth? Fourteen. Great. Okay. So. You all begin the approach. There's only one road at this point. Even going to the back, you're going to need to go around the road. Um, and especially since you're doing it as quick as possible. Things are going well. Nick, you are being more observant than you were previously, and you are certain you do not see anyone. In fact, none of you can see anyone activity of any sort as far as you can see from here. You begin the approach. Uh, Grove and Illyria and you begin to... Uh, creep through what seems to be one of the old vineyards that isn't doing quite as well, some of the high grass and bushes. Uh, the rest of you, you go straight up the road. Everything is very quiet. Quiet except the gentle sway of branches and leaves and the patter of rain. Uh, you all can make me notice checks. Advantage for uh, Grove and Illyria. Notice is perception? Correct. Yeah. Pull up the dog's passive perception for you in case he smiths anything. Is we're all rolling or just passive? You're oh. rolling. No, I'm just getting up the passive for the dog because okay. it's easier than having him roll everything. God, if you said uh, six. And you said uh, Travis you have might advantage. have advantage. Correct. Sixteen. I haven't rolled over. Oh well, there you go. Hello. It's, well, hey, friend. No, he he rolled a twenty. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I know. I'm looking. <laughs> the nega, Nick. <laughs> no, oh no, God! No. Thank God for advantage. <laughs> he literally rolled a twenty. I like, know. Yeah, no. The first one is I didn't say roll twenty. I said twenty plus four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But I did get a nineteen. You did get a nineteen. And then a natural one. one. <laughs> you compared me to Nick. The touch of Nick is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you could be. <laughs> uh, Never pick up the path of the blade, or this shall happen to you. I'd take my rapier and go home, but I'd fucking get lost on the way and get eaten by a who knows what. A boar, probably. That dude we sent off. Uh, yeah, they will find your ribbon in a sewer. The pup's passive perception is sixteen. Oh no! Yeah, remember that guy we just sort of sent off? So. Oh, wait, what now? Uh, remember that go, part? Go find dude? a fat boar guy. Yep. Oh, so. yeah. How, how many hours has it been? Mm, you took an hour to rest. There's the travel time to take you, like, three? Okay. I think I can hold it for up to ten hours. It's, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, he's still going. Like, yeah, as far as you know, he's still going. All right. Well, at some point here, I'll release him. Okay. Next time I have to cast a concentration spell. So. As you're beginning this ascent, the sound of leaves and sticks and branches intensifies. And it becomes clear that, pre that there are strange things here, especially the location of these noises, coming from this old, mostly dead-looking vineyard, except for these large plants in there, and some of the plants around the house. Grove, Illyria, and... Uh, Conrad, you notice quite immediately as the plants begin to move. Move like there's a breeze or move like they're coming to life? Move with purpose as they stretch and crack with a gentle sway as to avoid appearing immediately threatening. 
but it oh, before shit, long shit. you can tell that they are beings made of wood and thorn and leaf. Nature magic, prepare yourselves. Uh, I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh man, they're not nice. Dang it. They're evil mannequins. What do you want? I rolled a seven, so I got a seven. <laughs> rolled a six, so I got a five. Had a broken keyboard. I bought a broken keyboard. This one plus agility? At least it was only a dollar. Uh, no, never mind. Shit, it was 99 cents. Okay, okay, so... One sec, my pencil is not wanting to produce lead. It's a common problem. It's okay, they make pills oh. for that. Ooh! Pen okay. Ooh. So, we got <laughs> Illyria 3. <laughs> and we're covering a lot of ground in the low end of this initiative so, order. Let's just... <laughs> Hey, so let me just don't... get this uh, out of the way. Um, so anyone from 25 to 20? <laughs> me! Well, they're, they're trees. Yo. Let's hope they're slow. Grove, what are you? And, and uh, Okay. Grimhild? I'm on 20. You're 20 exactly? 21. Okay, you're 20. Great. Okay. 19 to 15. No one. Okay. Uh, 14 to 10. Yeah, 10. 9 to 5. That's me, seven. I got a five. And a three for Lyria, yes? You're up. At me. I'm not looking forward to the day I roll one and have to say I got zero initiative. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as all of these plants begin with a chattering <laughs> and begin forming into creatures, uh. We start out with uh, Grove and Grimhild. I believe, Grove, you're the higher dexterity of the two? Uh, my dex? Yours is quite Almost high. certainly. 20, yes. Yeah. 20? Oh, as in the actual raw stat. I meant the bonus, but that's fine. Yes, Plus sure. Five. Well, raw stat actually would have been fine. But yes, okay. So, uh, you and you go first. <laughs> oh, Jesus, there's so many of them. Does you perform before or after your turn? Establish this now. Uh, we'll say after, uh, before my turn. Okay. Go bite a so, tree you, man. It's you's turn. Fetch. Man, I have never regretted not taking fireball so much in my life. Fetch the stick, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one. Oh, actually, let me take a picture for the listeners. Well, Kevin, look at it this way. Had you taken fireball, you'd have burnt this vineyard to the ground. <laughs> I'm still concerned. You probably killed me and grove in it. You can fix that. Uh, as these things start moving... I don't want him to fix that. I don't want it to be an issue to begin with. <laughs> I'm really tempted to ask if I can borrow that sword firing two crossbows. I will give you enough time to make the request. Yeah. I see your wife's sword. Oh, you, you want what? <laughs> sword to kill these things. <laughs> All right. Tactical as always. She draws yeah. her crossbow, and I guess starts getting ready because she goes immediately. Okay. Um, what kind so, of wood yes. creatures are there? Are they like ants? Well, there isn't such a thing as an ant here, nor well, even you know a natural I mean. tree of any sort. Um, it is a how humanoid mass. Are they? They're humanoid in shape, but that is about where the extent ends. There seem to be holes where eyes would approximately be, and they have a head and limbs, but they are blackened and brown plants, uh, woody in texture with pieces of leaf sticking off of them. Uh, they're covered in many fine needles that have flared as they began to move, pushing out from crevices of the body. So they're porcupine they, tree people. They move stiffly, but 
seem to face all of you with what would be sensory organs on a normal living creature. You're not sure if they need it, but that's how they behave. So they're they're made of living wood rather than like cobbled together from tree bits and like weird. That is what it seems. Yes. Do I have okay. any prior knowledge to any kind of thing like this ever? You can check that on your turn. Okay. So you, it's your turn. The dog. Uh, take a bite out of this one that's immediately to on the map north. Sure. And it has advantage because you are near it and it's a wolf. 20 plus my modifier. Puppers. All right. That hits. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll for damage. And what is the check it has to make to avoid going prone? Uh, DC 11 strength. Great. Okay. Plus, oh, oops. That's actually a 25 because it gets plus four to hit that. Oh, well. Uh, roll 20 plus... Roll 2d8 plus 13. Bam. So, you snarling at the newfound realization of these things lifting him from the ground with a... <laughs> just dives forward at one of them. His teeth wrap around a piece of its midsection, distendedly thin like a plant stem, but thicker. And with a harsh... <laughs> He breaks it in half with the force of his jaws. It splits in twain, and after flopping against the ground for a moment, ceases to move. Conrad, a little help! I'm working on it. Just wanted you to know. Then he'll, uh, then for Grove's turn, he'll wheel and try and hit this one to the northwest of him. Boop. Just with the axe, because there's no use wasting arrows on these fuckers. Sure. Um... What's all the bullshit I get for this? I have advantage on initiative roll on your first turn of combat. You have advantage on attack rolls against creatures that have not yet acted yet. Okay. So you have advantage on this attack. Roll d20 plus 8. 17. That hits. Alright. That's wrong. Um, 9. Alright. As you call out for Conrad's help, you instinctively reach behind you onto your pack and without much flourish Kessig doesn't teach you flourish you feel your hand close around the bottom of your axe and with just as little time as it takes in the simple motions you free it from behind you and bring it up in a upward slash you feel it cut heavy into one of its arms and you see the wood splinter as most of it comes off but as you attempt to keep forcing it up, it catches against the grain, and you are forced to pull it back out. It does seem the worse for wear, and barely standing, but it still is. And then for uh, the fifth level, I have a coordinated attack. So uh, when you use an attack action, if your companion can see you, it can use its reaction to make a melee attack. Can he see me? Oh, and yes, definitely. He's right next to you. He's within the sure. same aisle. Then let's chunk this one right uh, attacking next to Illyria. Sure, go for it. Does he get advantage again? Uh, though within five range, uh, that thing is flanked by an ally, so yes, that's how the wolf thing works. Seven, the pack hunter ability. Seven, 19. That hits. 8 plus... I wish I didn't have so many tabs all the time. 18. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, what? It does 2d8 on that attack? Yeah, the, the... Nope, never mind. That's hit points. Excuse me. Okay. Thank you for catching that. I was about to be very confused. Like, that hits harder than the Grimhill does. Oh, only seven. <laughs> it does not do 18. It does not hit as hard as fucking Grimhill. <laughs> and then DC 11 strength to try not to go prone. Sure, one moment. Um, okay. So, 
as you dig your axe into the one next to you, you fueled by your, not rage, but fervor for battle, the simple actions you take, you once again whips around and sinks its fangs into another stick. Simply a dog burrowing its fangs, breaking wood apart. It pulls deep into its leg and it goes toppling and falls prone against the ground. A few more splintering noises heard, but it doesn't seem to be unmoving as it attempts to wiggle away from your hound. That brings us to Grimhild. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to advance uh, and fire my cross. On which one? I... Do I have clear line of sight to the ones that are to the southeast of Wolf? Uh, and therefore also... Yes. To get murdered? Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, this one and this one. So I'm going to first fire at the one that's... Im- the one that's what? Uh, you cut out there for a moment. The one that's immediately next to... That's actually adjacent to Illyria and the Wolf. Uh, I will note that that one is prone, and prone things are harder to hit with range. You do know that. Like, its profile oh, is low then, to the ground. Never mind. I will just hit the one that is here then. Okay. Okay, so hanging crossbow. Does that 18 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. It's going to take... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, let's see what happens. It's going to take three points of damage. <laughs> All right. There have been so many ones rolled tonight, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> that doesn't kill it. Uh, no. You step forward through the beginnings of mud, and you can feel the rain beat down against your hat, and you raise up one of the crossbows you have. Is this your own crossbow as opposed to the sword? I was not lent the sword. Oh, you were not? yes. Okay, I didn't hear that. Um, so yeah, you bring it up and fire, and you watch it go off, and it splinters against the side of this wood. Both pieces explode into small shards you see, but... While this would almost certainly have been lethal on some weak, normal humanoid creature, exploding off a piece of its head doesn't seem to have done much to deter it. It turns to face you with a, not quizzical expression, but with a stare. You're uncertain what such a creature would mean by this, other than aggression. One does... What's my die size again? I think it's a d6, right? I'm not sure what a hand crossbow's damage is. I can check for you, though. No, no, no. My expertise died because I'm going to try to do a pushing attack with my second one, and that one does okay. 11 points of damage. Sure. Uh, same target? Fuck this dude. Okay. As it turns to face you and begins to raise up an arm, you fire the second bolt, and it crashes straight into where a throat would be on a normal person. And as durable as it may have seemed to having a piece of... Uh, semblance of a head removed having all of it taken clean from the rest of it seems to have deterred it as its body splashes backwards with the force of the bolt okay uh that's gonna be my turn because i don't know to use my bonus action okay yeah that's it and nick then it's you axe send ball out there's sick effect reapers um (laughs) okay so both of the front row guys are still alive right Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just checking because um, the duelist thing is worded really oddly, so I just need to clarify something about sneak attack. Um, ten seconds. So double check. What's the terrain like? But there's no terrain to speak of between the road and the rows of plants, it's, are there? It's grass in the beginning of mud, but it's nothing that is notable. It's it's been kept clear of rocks very clearly for farming purposes, and there doesn't seem to be any major trees. 
it so yes it's not really notable it is terrain but it's not going to slow you down unless you really mess up and get your foot stuck in the mud which is hard to do okay uh does everyone else see my pog on the map yeah you're above yep. uh the gas coin pog okay not for me but as long as i have a general idea where Let i am move it up move it down oh, there it is i got it thank you now that you moved it okay um, I am going to move and use my cunning action to use my bonus to dash, so I get 60 feet. Sure. So I end up, well, I'll use 55 of it and end up right there. All right. I don't Dang, know if you see my ruler. Fast. Yeah. Yeah, I can see your ruler. And though I only get one crack at this, since I did use my bonus action, so I'm going to stab that one with my rapier. Yeah, of course not. Uh, you hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, D8 plus 3D6 plus. So, Nick, you begin charging off the path, seeing everyone else begin to head that direction. And as you barrel along it, you take some of the momentum that you're gathering amongst the slick ground and begin to skid forward intentionally, allowing your velocity to slide you towards the foes you can see. And rapier point first, you drive right into the first one you can approach, and it penetrates through the core of it, and it stiffens like the wood that it seems to be made from. It falls as slack as anything made of wood could against your blade, and you pull it out cleanly, but for a few pieces of sap. Okay, let's see. What is the range of this here? Do they go before seven? Hmm, they just might. Do they explode into shrapnel and instantly turn me and Illyria into Swiss cheese? Ah, you caught me. They all die, and you die too. Yeah, it turns out we're not playing Neverwinter Nights. We're playing a Diablo-like. They'll just blow up on us. Should inspect a corpse explosion. Hey, that's a heavy multiplier on HP there. So, Grove, as you face against the tide of these now-moving bushes, you see as the one furthest at the back rears an arm backwards, which seems confusing to you as the fact that it could by no means hit you from where it is. It couldn't physically punch you without moving. But as it brings its arm in a forward-sweeping arc, motion over its head that you can only know as someone attempting to fling something with quite some force, it brings its arm down, and a spray of the thick, inch-long needles spray off of it in your direction, arcing through the air. Uh, I don't... <laughs> I don't presume a six hits. No, thank God. Um, however, the rest will continue. Uh, the volley continues from another. Here come the next 12. Uh, I don't consider another six. <laughs> Keep it coming. That one's a 17. That one hits. All right. I'll just note down number of hits. So we're at one for when it comes time. Uh, that one's a 19. Uh, a 10, which I know doesn't hit. Nope. Uh, natural 20. So we've got two hits and a crit. And a 13? I don't think that does. Nope. Okay, so those are the ones coming in. So let's resolve those first. Was that all from one guy? No, different ones. Okay, thank God. It I thought the they got like, of... six attack with one attack. No, I'm Jesus. like, oh, uh, you know, no, it, the, the they just do one guys. damage a piece. It's the needles, you see. Um, so the first one deals five piercing damage. My God, we're fighting Kektuar. The second deals eight piercing damage. And the third deals uh, 17 piercing damage. 5, Jeez. 8, and 17? That was the crit. Five, eight, now, I'm, I'm still up. I'm hurting like a motherfucker, but I'm still up. Oh, so, as did... you watch, you watch the motion come at you, and you begin 
weaving to the side, anticipating where all. They may be many, and they may be moderately well-aimed. They aren't aiming where you're going to be. They're aiming where you were. <laughs> However, in the process of doing this shifting, weaving motion between them, it takes a moment before you realize the rest of them are firing as well. And in your drunken dodging, you manage to avoid quite a few of them, but three sprays start impacting your body, and you can feel the needles begin to sink into your flesh. The one next to you rises and raises a fist against him, attempting to bring it down in a hammer-like motion. That's a six. I don't suppose that hits. Nope. Still doesn't hit, even. Illyria, the one behind you, as well, attempts to move closer and bring a large barbed fist up towards your gut. That is a 21. Oh! Not the guts, that's the important part. I presume a 21 hits? Just don't get hit in the gizzards or the noggin. I presume a 21 hits, Illyria? Oh yeah! Uh, That does 5 damage. Not as bad as it could have been. You can feel it impact, and the thorns dig in further than a normal fist would, but it is mostly a heavy blow, and you can feel the breath taken from you. Nick, the one near the one that had just fallen to your head shifts backwards, and raises up its arms in a sweeping motion, bringing up a spray of needles towards you. That is a 14 to hit. Uh, nope. Okay. You see a similar motion, however, but more overarching from the one a ways behind it. Arcing over its friend's head, that's a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and I have to declare it now, so I will uncannily dodge it and have the damage. Okay. So that does eight or thing, half to four. All right. You see the spray of needles coming your direction, and you are able to predict its motions that you're seeing, but you can't move completely from the way. You slip forward intentionally. It looks like a stumble to the untrained eye, but you feel only as the thorns graze along your back, raising some gashes, but nothing severe, nothing life-threatening. The others shift further afield. Grimhild, one levies a rain of needles at you. That is a 22 to hit. Uh, I'm immune to needles. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. It was... Uh, I can't classes. That's 11 uh, piercing. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> and another follows a similar motion. That's a hit. That's a what to hit? 14. That misses. Okay. You begin to... F- you stand there, moving enough that you can see most of the force move out of the way, but as you hear the metal of sound of needles colliding against your armor, even as the other one still stings at your side. And the last one, I suppose, is only in range of Nick. So, once again, a volley of needles in his direction for I don't, an eight does not hit. Uh, having all moved and sprayed a large variety of projectiles, uh, Conrad, it's your turn. Right, well, I'm super far away. Hmm. Well, I suppose uh, I'm good at getting into hand-to-hand combat, so this isn't really worth a misty step. So I'm just gonna you do can just a dash if you want to be there. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a move and a dash action to like here. Move sixty. Yep. There. I run right up to the line with my uh, barbarian battle axe. All right. You sprint through the mud. It's splashing against the metal of your heels, and you love you straight there, but are a bit unprepared by the time you get there. The axe still lowered to your side. Uh, Faustus. What about Ruprecht? Uh, I guess. Well, you had Ruprecht days to the side. The fact that he's on screen is just because I made the token and don't want to have to remake fine. it. You could have him start arriving, but it'll take no, a little No, it's fine. Bit. If he's not already here, don't worry about it. 
I'm, how and... far does a horse move? What is it, like 60 feet? 60 feet. You can have him be where he is on the map. Damn, so. that horse is big. Not small. That's how, that's how horses are big. It's large. They're large size category, which is a horse face. Faustus will look and then kind of put his fingers on his chin and then look and uh, they kind of shrug. I recommend moving away from the field. And I'm gonna summon a I'm gonna take a couple steps forward. And blow everyone up. <laughs> Second. I'm so confused. <laughs> I see an orange dot, an orange sphere on top yeah, of you might say it's a flaming sphere. Okay. And now you have a green line coming off of you. Oh, that was an accident. Someone else did that. (laughs) Yes, I summon a flaming sphere with a third level slot and uh, crash it into the one that's alone there on the right. Um, So does the flaming sphere emerge to that location or does it develop in that spot? Uh, You summon a five foot diameter sphere of fire within 60 feet. So I assume it just kind of manifests in the spot. Then as a bonus action, I can move it and ram it into somebody. To many of you here who have not observed flame magic intensively, it is an uncommon sound for a fire to crack. There's a crackle and sounds of things within fire breaking, but the existence of fire being made from nothing is rendered there with a cracking noise. through the From there blossoms a sphere of fire that... Faustus, do you weave this in motion? Do you wave your arms? How is this controlled? Uh, let me check. It is... Uh, he is speaking. He is making motions and actually using the bell for this one. But what sort of motions are you making? Uh, actually, the motion he is making, I believe, is pointing at the sphere right now. You actually control it by uh, aiming your finger. Okay. So you levy your finger towards this wooden creature and bring this fear of new formed fire raking across its front. Uh, how does this play out? Do you roll an attack roll? Or? Uh, let's see. First, I, I move it into him. It stops moving, so basically it, it kind of doesn't move. But they make a dexterity save or take 3d6 fire damage. Um, let's see. That is a... Yeah, that's not a particularly good one. That's a set. I presume your DC is higher than that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll look at. I don't know what it is, but it's way more than that. Yeah, I'm certain it's higher. Than that. 16 is my uh, save like, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it takes 3d6 fire damage, and any anyone that ends their turn adjacent to it also has to take a dex save or take the 3d6 fire damage. All right. 3d6. and four, six damage total. What the fuck is up? Up with our luck tonight. Why are there so many ones? Someone go like I don't know, grab a ra- uh, rabbit's foot or something. And I'm not sure whether to dare hope that these things are weak to fire for the implications it has on the rest of this winery. As you point and the ball rolls and roils forward across this wooden creature, you see as its arm begins to char and turn black and then fall into dust and ash at its side. And as you roll it further across its body, the entire torso section of it turns to a similar black and collapses to its knees, all of it rendered into ash against the ground. I'm not even going to put dead on that. I'm just going to delete that one. All right, and the sphere is still there, and any anything that ends its move adjacent uh, makes the same dex save or 3d6 damage. Great. Basically, as the bonus action, I can force someone to make the check on my turn, but otherwise, anyone adjacent makes it at the end of their turn. Okay. Uh, Illyria, 
how ostentatious would you say we've been right now? Like, how obvious are we? I think they may uh, have perhaps have caught on to our plan. Okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure. <laughs> if we're being real, uh, you haven't shouted, you haven't bellowed. There are creaking sounds, there are sounds of things breaking, but that is probably not going to ring that clearly inside the house, to be honest. People are not shouting. Got it. You're, uh, you're uncertain if you would have been noticed by anyone inside. You're uncertain if these things communicate. They've noticed you, clearly, but as for anything else, you're not yeah, it, sure. it really depends on whether these things are, like, guard dogs or whether they are actively being animated against us by a person yeah. right now. Okay. Um, also, do I know what these are? Do I need to make a check on uh, You can roll me a nature check. Right, also, cool. you should thorn whip one into the fireball and be a badass. Oh, I've got a better, bigger badass idea than that. Though that was on the mind. My assumption oh, here is not going to be quiet. You can do that. That's some fourth edition shit. That's awesome. The people 13. inside probably had to make a roll. You I don't. It's a high one. You don't specifically know what these are. You've seen things like them. Not specifically what this is, though. These are animated plants, clearly to say the least. Uh, Living plants, as far as you can tell, they don't seem to be dead despite the poor care for them. Really, the one that was burned earlier by the flame shouldn't have fallen so deeply if the plant was cared for well enough, but the land here doesn't seem to be hospitable to them. Got it. But I have no, like, oh, these are... You don't. You know that they are plants, and you know that they're moving in unnatural ways, and you can... They're well-educated guess as to the fact that they are piloted by something beyond that of simple magic. These are not something that just anyone could create. You certainly couldn't create these. Not necessarily because of its magic being too powerful, but because of it being too complex. Got it. Cool. So our sneak mission isn't going to work very long anymore. Just saying. Because I'm going to cast Call Lightning. Which makes a big ass storm. So, uh... (laughs) I make a big old ass storm. So does it call a storm here into existence? What is the, how does that work? Storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60 foot radius. Centered on a point you can see 100 feet directly above you. Okay, so uh, how does summoning this work to you? Do you In my brain, storm? I totally like, she's not a planeswalker, but the cool like eye glow that planeswalker cards have. That's totally happening. Okay. And like... Hands straight up, coolness. It, I picture her a lot as an X Men sort of, almost borderline storm like. But she's pissed. She got the wind knock out of her. These things are not nice. Eyes are glowing. You... Hair is whipping, and a big right. dark black storm starts to form above y'all, all of us. You raise your hands skyward, and your eyes begin to glow with a deep dusk. It shines outwards. Little can be seen of what they existed before. Nothing but the red. The cloud dark and rainy as they were, begin to coalesce into something more, something black. There is low rumbles of thunder throughout it. It begins to pulse with the light of electricity, not blue, not yellow, but a pale red. Uh, And you get to do something with that, correct? I do. I get to pick a point within 100 feet of me, I believe. Let me recheck. Um, nope, point you can see within range. So range, I'm assuming, is 100 feet right now. Uh, 60 foot radius. So It just says range. I'm like, 
Okay, so we'll go within 60 the sixty feet foot radius over you. So yes, yeah. anywhere within sixty feet of where you are currently. Okay. The okay. center of the storm over where you are currently. So even if you move, that will still be the range. Okay, give me one second. Let me make sure. It's math and all that jazz. Oh yeah, that's plenty. I'm gonna do it base centered on um this one. The middle of the top five here, or the top one there. Because when you cast a spell, choose a point. A bolt of lightning flashes down to that point. Each creature within five feet of that point must make a make must make Dexterity a dex save, saving. and they take three d ten lightning damage if they fail, and then half of that if they don't. So all three of those have to make a dex save. And what is the DC? Fourteen. Pass, pass, and fail. Okay. Um. So you roll three d ten, and this is applied to all of them. Yeah, I'm just making sure there's no other things to add to that d ten. Nah. Nope. Most spells just do their damage. 23. The one who failed gets 23. The others get 11, because I believe it's yes, half correct. rounded down. Correct. Yeah. Uh, as you lower your gaze back to the ground, still glowing with red, that even as it fades, though, you are able to uncurl a hand gently, and there is a static in the air. As suddenly a bolt rains down from this new darkened cloud, red like your eyes, red like the thunder. It crashes down against the ground, and there is now a blackened mark against the dirt where all three of them lay splintered, fire gently smoldering from where the electric had hit. Um, right, so that brings us back to Grove, or more specifically you. Uh, Grove and Groove will just be like, ah, oh, hadn't seen that before. Kind of do a quick glance back and forth, and then Grove will, or you will continue to munch on this one that's on the ground. Actually, he, back up, however, but it's still next to him. Actually, no, he's going to move over here to get between Illyria and this. Yeah. Sure. And then still munch on the one that just stood up. Okay. No advantage because it's not flanked. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not specifically flanked. It has to be within five feet of an ally of you. Okay. Which it is. So. Plus four, plus three. God damn it. All right, 25. Has to be within a range of an ally of you guys. Uh, yeah, that hits. Right. Roll 2d4 plus 11. And then it's 11 for him not to get knock, knocked prone. Uh, don't you worry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, use fangs come sinking once again down into this thing. It's having stood up. Bites further through its leg, causing it to fall down. And with it now against the ground, his fangs then close in on the throat. And with a... <laughs> It falls limp in his grasp. You turns to look at you briefly, pale as there seems to be a wooden head held within his jaws. And then Grove's turn. He'll give a thumbs up and then throw an. Uh, keep going at this one that was attacking him. Uh, northwest, the one that. Man, I wish I could push people around. That'd be fun. Yeah, he'll just just uh, continue to sli- slap an axe into this guy. Go for it. Eight. Eight. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, that hits. Roll for damage. Uh, eh, so much crap. Fine. Yeah. So you bring your axe once again under this thing, as it had lazily pawed at you before, and you had brushed it aside. You bring the axe up, and through the gash you had previously made at the arm, you keep pushing it through with a further splintering noise, carving diagonally up into its chest. With a few more brief hacks, you start splitting it apart till it's only held together through a few pieces of splintered kindling. It collapses to the ground, broken. All right, and then again, Doggo can see me. That's correct. And then I'll get the one that attacked Illyria. 24. 
plus eight, eight. 26 to hit. That hits. And then 11 damage. You, further emboldened by his newfound ability to render heads from creatures, dives upwards, his neck, the his teeth sailing into the neck of this thing. Before it has time to even fully regain its posture, it now finds its head separated from what else remained of its body, and it crumbles to the ground. At this point, Grove is deeply winded as he's got a bunch of fucking thorns sticking out of him. He's probably got a little bit of blood kind of uh, showing through his cloak and stuff. His ow, thorns hurt. As you pluck one out and flick it to the ground. Nah, it takes too long. So I've got like <laughs> four of these things. Grimhild, it's your turn. All right. Um, Let's see. Wow. Like all those dudes near the Fernie thing are dead? They cast spells. People cast spells on them. Apparently. All right, well, I'm going to fire on these nerds while walking towards them, and then I'm going to walk towards them and then hit them with the thing. Uh, because it makes sense of narrative, I will roll to shoot first, and then I will roll to ask later. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, these still both count as parts of your uh, norm to attacks, so you can also use the bonus offhand swing after. Yep. Um, oh, well, I mean, I'll just... I'll shoot later then, because that's technically... It's the off... Um, and it misses anyway. But maybe it's... Okay. It's, oops. Uh, so then I'm gonna hit... I'm gonna hit the one... More southish with the axe first. I crit it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and just roll the damage for that immediately. Do I double the dice, or do I double the total? Double, double the dice. You just roll dice once, okay. double the value of that, and then add the bonus. Okay. I mean, I might, I'll probably roll really bad. Yeah, I only got nine damage. Okay. Yeah, you bring it against the side of this thing, uh, and you feel it as it goes to about a third of the way through its torso as its hand then grabs against the handle and begins slowing it down. You're able to wrench it back out without too much difficulty, but it doesn't seem to be down. Okay, I'm going to swing at the... Uh, swing at the other one real quick. Let's see if I hit... I don't! Dagnabbit! Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Action surge. I'm going to swing at the one I just swung at again. This guy's an asshole. There we go. That. What'd you get? Uh, 21. Yeah, 21 hits. This is for my action surge next set of attacks, basically. Because I just want to kill these dudes. Okay. Uh, that one takes 11 points of damage. Uh, and it was the one you already hit? No. It was the other one. Okay. Yes. So, having pulled it out of it, and uh, did you make a second attack of the one below you and then made your action surge? Is that what's happening? Yes, I hit the I hit okay. one, missed the other one, action surged, hit the one I missed. Okay, so, having wrenched it out of the torso of the first one, you then whirl around and prepare to bring it to bear on the other one. And as it comes sailing down against the ground, it takes a step back with surprising dexterity for the moment. Uh, it almost seems as if it was just moving away from you in general, you realize a moment later, as you come back diagonally, reversing the direction of your force, and bring it into its side. In the process of doing so, you cleave straight the broader pieces of your hammer, shredding it apart as it falls to the sides. Okay, and then I'm going to use my extra bonus action to shoot the hand crossbow at the one that's still up. Was a 13 hit? Uh, yes. Nice! Takes four more damage. Alright, and as you turn around in the momentum of your axe to carry you, you come back to bear cross directly against the head of this thing that had now moved towards you once again. 
you let it go and the bolt carries through what would be a skull normal person but just splinters through you can see just the head of the crossbow bolt come out the other side stunted in its momentum but this thing wheels backwards and collapses against the ground the bolt bearing it a bit further into the ground and does extra attack trigger on action surge like uh, on the you, either you mean the second attack from attacking yeah it's just another action. Extra attacks whenever you take an attack yeah. action get to attack. Because I had five more feet of movement, so I'm going to step here and use my last yes, swing. Yes, that, that is a thing you can do. Uh, 22 definitely hits. I'm going to use one of my superiority dice to make this a pushing attack. Do have any weapons, right? Huh? What did you say? Do they have weapons? Only natural ones, as far as it seems. They're covered in needles that they have flung and impacted into people with, but nothing that you could remove from them without careful, long procedures. Okay. So yeah, disarming attack then. Or pushing. Yeah, pushing attack. So if he's not dead, he makes a DC 15 strength. Uh, he fails that. What happens if he does? Uh, he gets pushed back five feet, I believe. All right. And you then manage to just step forward, lowering and then raising your axe, and it impacts below him with such force that he is carried backwards with it. Little remains of his form, but it is still held together mainly by Will and its hands. But it is carried with the force and flies through the air, stumbling against the ground with a crack. Uh, I don't think they go like 20 feet. Let me check on this. Uh, that's 15 from where it was. I said 5, I thought. Oh, you said 5? Okay. I thought you said 15. Maybe. I might have. Let me... One second. I'll find it. We'll assume 5. Were... You figured that... I'm really disappointed that you were going to take first prize in caper th tossing. I was, <laughs> I was hoping to get a hat. Well, you figure that out in a moment. Um, either way, let's see. So, uh, firstly, the, one of the ones that's up, uh, let's go in order of northward positions. The furthest one north, uh, seeing you still there, Grove, with it's a mostly bear, but for sticks and kindling. Uh, once again makes a lazy toss of a series of needles. That is a 22 to hit. Yep, that hits me. That is 7 piercing damage. Ow! I only have 2 left. This really sucks. <laughs> the one over to the right steps another step forward across the raised furrows in the earth and sprays outwards toward the newfound <laughs> magic wielder. The spikes aiming towards the dusky red glow. Uh, that is a 19 to hit you, Illyria. Oof. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. How much? Uh, that is 5 damage. 5 piercing. Uh, but you also have to make a uh, constitution saving throw to see if you can maintain your spell. Cool. 7! Not likely. I don't believe so. Let me double check what the minimum DC is. I should have that memorized, but I haven't had to use, actually, concentration too many times. Concentration concentration uh 10 or damage you take whichever is high but no the hail of thorns you turn to brace yourself against and you can feel many of it catch into your forearm as you shield your face but as you lower your arm you can see the red begin to fade from your eyes the crackle of thunder in the sky beginning to slowly dissipate the conrad being straight to bear just tries to drive an arm from either side and clap them against your torso all right. Uh, that's a natural one. All right. Does that... That's, that misses me by, like, 18. Dang. <laughs> uh, oh, I did not mean to move that. Uh, the one below there, however, seeing Grimhild standing amongst a pile of twigs, lowers its arm 
in a driving motion, spraying another set of needles. That is 19 to hit. That does least. hit. That does 7 piercing damage. Okay. And finally, the one on its last legs now 15 feet away from Grimhill uh, makes a similar motion and gets natural one. So, they spray wide, just kind of going a back arc. Its body not really as component to being splits briefly apart, its arm seizing off to the side. Also, just a heads up for everyone who has macros, uncheck, then recheck proficient. Conrad. Alright, um, well, I, expecting, I was expecting there to be more to do by the time it came back around to me, but there's this guy next to me. <laughs> there's a guy next to you. So he just sort of slaps his arms up against the sides of my torso. And it just right. kind of clangs off your armor with little effort. It doesn't seem to really contemplate the idea that this heavy armor exists. Mm. So just sort of brandish the axe. Just intimidate him. Um, let him know what he's in. Then I hit him. Oh wait, is this the actual <laughs> woodcutter's axe? No, uh, no, this is the barbarian axe. I looted off those guys. Ah, that's right. The woodcutter's axe is uh, uh, was in a man, but then I took it back because that's important. <laughs> it happened um, a few times. 14? Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. What is damage? What's your damage? Um, I do seven damage. You bring it to the side and cut into it. It goes uh, a ways into the torso. Uh, you can feel it begin to split apart under your blow. It doesn't go all the way through, however, and it just kind of catches itself standing backward. Cool. I'm going to use that fancy extra attack I just got. Cool. And hit for 15. Well, at 15, which I assume hits again. Yes. For another six damage. You just pull it back enough so you can slam it back home. The amount of distance it takes just twain and it falls so wide. Stay down. What about Ruprecht? Um, let's see. You just go step on that one. Uh, he can move forever. So uh, he's going to go up for the north one. <laughs> sure. He has a special uh, charge attack. Oh, great. Trampling charge. Um, ah, so let's over here then. Yeah, so it's going to make... Uh, an attack for it hits a twenty-one. Sure. All right, so it has to make a DC fourteen strength saving throw or be knocked prone. But it also okay. does. It passes that. It also just takes fourteen damage. Yeah. Okay. Ruprecht. Wait, it's, oh, it's got reach. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Ruprecht, seeing this assault and your communications with it, wordlessly just charges forward. You can see the one that had sprayed needles towards Illyria turn only in time for it to be flattened into the ground, broken pieces standing amongst hoofprints. And, yeah, I presume that's it. Uh, and because I'm terrible and always manage to miss someone once each combat, uh, Nick. Alright. Um, the one to the southeast of... That's dead, okay, yeah. Um, hmm. See, I'm like the cool warrior. I can't throw as part of like a dual-wielding action, can I? Um, uh, and There's no reason you can't. I don't yeah, there's know. nothing that says you can't. You're just going to be it's missing a, your it's soul a, a little bit. Yeah, it's just specifically say melee attacks, but that's dumb for throwing weapons. <laughs> Alright. And I've every everyone I've ever seen has used throwing with offhand attacks also, so yeah, you're good. Alright. Um, well, actually, might be able to just just do it straight up. So, okay. Um, it's got, yeah, it's, why don't you leave some for me, holy man? It's going to head over to this one. And hit it with his offhand sword. Cool. Yes! It definitely gonna, hits. Gonna pop sneak attack. So that's four 
D6. 11. Uh, with the sword, do you stab or do you tend to slash with it? Um, oh, with the sword, is a sl- oh, yeah, a slash. Okay, yeah, uh, you take a few weaving set forward between the pieces of wood and newfound lumber and bring with the downward slash just kind of an angle across the middle and you can feel as it wicks against the what remains of its back. Only fibers and sinew begins to crack and fall backwards. Take a five-foot step and uh, drop his rapier, take a dagger out of his vest, and throw it at the very southmost one. Great. Go ahead. That most assuredly hits. All right. I do get dex damage on this one since I didn't elect for it on my first one. So that's 1d4 plus 4. Right, daggers are a d4. Right. Yeah. Correct. Always uh, and forever. Seven. Uh, how does he throw this? Is this an overhand, an underhand, like ninja type of thing, or like Blue Roger uh, type underhand? Or is this he, does, a... he does that thing where he throws his arm from one side of his body to the other, and the knife comes out in a perfect forward oh, direction? Oh, the Naruto throw. No, it's uh, it's circus style. Like it's just you know, flip it so he's holding so it by the point and it's down uh, in your hand, and then baseball throw. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you just arc it through the air, and you can see as it sights forward, and you hear a loud thunk. As it drives hilt deep into the wood, it seems shaken and as confused as a thing that can't blink or feasibly communicate could be. It shrugs and goes, It's a living! Uh, oh, wait, that one was already injured also. So, <laughs> it seems that way for a moment, which is enough time for what had previously had it only barely held together to then begin splintering apart from the force of this. You hear as... Nick says, wait for it? <laughs> you hear the aching Waiting. sound, like one, like a miniature version of what you know when a woodsman cuts down a tree, the moment right before the cracking fall, and then it splinters and falls backwards, dead. Huh. Okay. Uh, Faustus. Oh, uh, wow. This, this field cleared up a lot faster than I anticipated. Well, there's uh, yeah. just one target left. <laughs> yep. Womp. <laughs> <laughs> just move his finger and slam the spear into the new guy. Or the last uh, guy. It failed by one. Okay. One, two. Seven fire damage. All right. Once again, you gently point and just bring your arm across. And you can see as this buries through its chest. It's odd for a moment watching something be only head and legs, but soon those begin to fall as the ash begins to crumble in its midsection. And it, too, falls to the ground nothing but dust. The battlefield is mostly clear now. There seems to be still some trees near the house, but many of them have not shifted, strangely enough. They are quite a ways out there still. They don't... and many of them are spread to the sides. Um... In fact, uh, y'all can make me investigation checks. 15. 23, natural. Er, no, that's 14. Sorry. Yeah, I got. I, I was got like, wait, my dice rolls don't do that cool two of them thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. If she built in uh, character sheets, actually, uh, really nice. So it's easy enough for pretty much everyone to tell this that they are not in direct communication, it seems. The fact that they have not noticed you seems that they have been kind of dispatched into loose organizational section. That if anyone would get close to them is more when they would attack. Call them what they are. Terrorist cells. 
Ah, the what well, this one is the dead cell. They are bioterrorists. Kind uh, of literally. <laughs> well, they're more As like eco terrorists. Like neo luddite anarcho primitivists. Grimhild. Wait, 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 wait. Does this mean I'm an eco terrorist? Yes. Grim Grimhild. You can tell by now the angle of the ones you have destroyed, however, with enough of them rendered that you could generally walk straight forward to the house if you took the front entrance. If you went around to the back, it'd still be up there. You'd have to cross by some plant life. But as it is, you could probably go a straight way that might only result in you having to kill one or two of these. Okay. And just to make sure experience points. It's just we're hitting Correct. milestones. Okay. I'll Correct. let everyone know. I'll be like, look, if you look at how they're laid out, we basically have a straight shot for the front door. Uh, okay. Can I call you Grow first? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, if we, if you would like to take a minute, as Grove seems to be bleeding out. Um, well, I'm fine. I'll need to take the first crack at it. Yeah, you're, you're a more effective healer than I am. All right. Come here. Gossus will let his hand loose and the ball of fire will dissipate. Although that one, if there's much flammable nearby, it might keep burning. How much uh, health are you missing, bro? 37. This was one of the, out of 38. You can tell. Yeah, he has. That this, uh, no, thir- out of 39. My bad. <laughs> that magic territory. So, uh, you can tell, Faustus, that while. If this was a more full vineyard, then maybe. But this particular field, while some of them had been rather flowering, the only plants you saw here were these things pretending to be normal. As it is, uh, it seems that not at least this entire field of the vineyard bare. As there are other one, there's another one that seems to be poor, and there's one that seems to still be bearing fruit from your position. But this one is barren. The thing much further than the kindling it's created on its own. Oh, and was what was attacking us like vineyard vines, like you know grape vines, or they were plants, spiky trees. They didn't specifically look like vineyard, uh, like actual grape plants. Um, really, it was hard to tell for the moment, other than uh, that they were a tree that could have been simply spread there. But having a look at them, uh, I don't have a particular name of what variety of tree those are. But oh, it's is, okay. If anyone doesn't know trees, it's uh, it's uh, Nick and Faustus. But it would be simple enough to recognize it on sight from now on. Question: If I take time to like sit there and really like look at these for a bit, will I know more about them? You're unsure, very possibly, but it would take a while. It would not be something quick. What Got do you it. think, Nick? Looks like a fine hardwood. That's uh, a that, that's gold. Stop embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Make a good desk, I think, yeah. Grove is, while he's getting healed by Conrad, will, like, rip off an arm and wave over it. Grimhild be like, does this count as living wood? Well, you hold still. <laughs> well, not anymore, although now that you've mentioned it, these would be the best damn things to send against vampires, wouldn't they? Odd enough, maybe. <laughs> I heal you for Grimhild 25. just, like, looks at the city boys and is just like, kind of first trees are generally a soft wood. They're it's not. It's well, you know these weren't like tree as in leaf needle. Hard no, noisily, like. noisily yanks the dagger out of that thing's head. Yeah, yeah a bit of work, like thirty seconds splintering. It's easy enough to get it out. Yeah, gain twenty-five health, Grove. Thank you. Oh, also, I think I've asked this before. Um, are we bothering to count just like regular ammo 
Uh, I mean, not specifically. It's cool if you keep a vague count so you're not just like infinite ammo in a fight. But like, I, I've been keeping count of mine. I'm at eight. Like, I, it'd be nice if you did, but I'm not gonna like hold you to it because I'm never gonna notice or care. I've been counting at least shots per combat, and then if there's wood around to make an uh, arrow. So like, what would you say? Like two for you, and then you could always come ask my guy because. Grove always yeah. has a little sticker around to make it. Hell, if you ask him now, he'll make it while we're walking up towards the front door. Like, I mean, I, yeah. part of my point, you'll always have the supplies to make bolt. It's pretty easy enough. Yeah. Especially if, like, woodworking is a sufficient skill, because then we can both do it. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say automatically how both of you are trained in using arrows <laughs> and bolts, and then additionally, you are, as a profession, a monster hunter? Yeah, you're gonna be opening bolts. Oh, yeah, I'm also proficient in woodworking. I'm just saying that these are what lets you able to do advancing to make more actively makes up. Yeah, if I ever do the like dual hand crossbows thing, I'll keep count because if I go for like 15, then I'll probably be like, uh, I'm probably. <laughs> you're in a you know 1800s action movie. Just never reload. You're, you're just the demon much. from Diablo 3. No, just keep firing. Yeah, basically. It's fine. It's where are fine. these rockets coming from? It's, uh, where are these rockets coming from? Well, that's just how I spec'd. Well, I, I love the fact that also, you know, you picked up the thing that you don't have to have the reload at on crossbows, that you can just fire them as exactly. fast as you can. So it's, yes. I just love the idea of it being a cheap game visual, and just you fire it, but the, the bolt doesn't even leave the bow, and you just pull it back <laughs> and fire it again. So, uh, are we doing short rest, or are we just going to keep moving? I'll additionally note that no one or nothing seems to have come out from the sound of the storm. Yeah. Uh, with with investigation checks, uh, I mean, Grimhild, since you did very well again, you realize that it was raining anyway, and these are people who expect harsh things from nature. Okay. Yeah. He didn't. And, but you definitely seem confused. They do not have any sort of uh, group information or communication method with these things, or else that might have triggered something. Yeah. How far are we from the house now? Mm, approximately. 30... Oh, 30 feet? 50 to 30. I'm, let's just go with in between perfect 40. Okay, then uh, I am probably within 100 feet of Victor, which means I communicate with him and uh, take over his senses. So I'm going to try to do that. Uh, hello, Victor, are you there? He sits down, speaking in his mind. Can you hear me? It's me, Faustus. I am here. What do you see? It is much less entertaining than you said it would be. There's a lot Faustus. of wooden things. Hmm. May I see? Yes. There's also a woman here. She seems boring. To just take a moment, uh, has the vision on um, roll 20 shifted? Uh, yes, we're on a new map. Good, good, good. One second here. I Yeah, I asked for a moment so I could do something a bit better than just explaining something. Nice. So let's get some of that out of the way just so I can... The shape of the outside of the house. Um... Uh, but you start getting an image pouring into view. Uh, it's once again muddled, and colors aren't exactly there precisely. Victor doesn't see like a normal being with eyes would. Um, but you get shapes, you get sounds. Pick up a room. The fourth urn is where they keep the bad wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll me a notice for Victor, by the way. Uh, sure, one second. Uh, I guess his he's got blind sight thirty, but uh, minus one. 
Yeah, the blind side thirty is what 10. I'm counting on here, but um, because of his small porcelain eyes. Yeah, ten total. Also, I need to make a pog for Victor at some point. I don't know why I haven't yet. Because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this doll is so creepy. Who made this thing? Because because we're all <laughs> secretly hoping it gets like smushed between the feet of a dragon before he gets to be any more creepy than he already is. Let's make a token out of this creepy face baby boy. I enjoy Victor. So, there is a room. Uh, it's got large shapes. Having been told they were wood, you can more easily notice the grain, the stone against the ground. You can't feel it. Victor doesn't feel things. But... You can tell there's some sloshing in these large cylindrical pieces of wood. Barrels, casks, very large ones. These must definitely be where the wine is brewed in the first place. And just as Victor said, there is a woman. Hair wild. You can't see the color of it or the color of her dress, but it's pieces of fabric, loose, torn, hides, pieces of bone, flowers, thorns, a small skull at her neck, a staff in her hand. And in her other hand, she has... A bag, well, is reaching into a bag, held at her side, and she's pulling out of it small leaves mixed with dust, and she is humming to herself a low tune, discordant. As she, piece by piece, drops these into these large vats of liquid. They don't splash, it's light, it rests against the top. But then it splashes as she lowers her staff into it and mixes it thoroughly. Victor can't smell. He can't taste. You couldn't tell what possibly has been done to this other than your gut instincts. But, assumably, nothing good. One of the vats doesn't have liquid in it. You're not sure what's in it. Something solid. There's contents. It's not anything you can directly tell at the moment. Uh, you can't really tell much else other than this. This room is stone, wooden barrels, casks. Victor seems to be sitting below the staircase. This, uh... M- center platform that goes up to uh, further above. He is just remaining there, um, carefully set, and paying attention with the fact that he needn't see to see. Going to retrieve one of the bungs. What's that? Going to retrieve one of the bungs. I don't think there's anything to retrieve unless he goes swimming, is there? Just, and then he'll ruin his food. Say bung. Just take the bung and bring it back. He'll ruin I guess his it would be better to place swimming. it like this, actually. Well, no, you, you take out the bung from the outside of the bear. But I don't know why you want a bung. Cause chaos. Dump the wine onto the floor. That's not the correct way to cause chaos. You then light it on fire. I actually just checked. Wine is not considered flammable. Damn it! The booze has to be about 40 Brandy proof. would do it, but... 40 proof is when it starts like lighting on fire. <laughs> and even if it's 40 proof, it has to be hot and 40 proof. Yeah. All right, uh, Faustus will start talking, although his eyes are unfocused and blind and he can't hear anything. There's a woman inside, wild. She's putting bits of plant matter inside the wine barrels, the massive ones. I don't know what she's planning. What? She's singing to herself. She doesn't seem to have any idea that we're out here. She uh, planning on slipping the whole town of Mickey? I don't know. I'm not much for identifying. Do you happen to know what she's putting in or singing? Can you hum a few bars? I mean, if it's not grapes, it doesn't go in wine. It's you know. Ah, but it could be a poison or one of the other various crazy things crazy wood folk use. But yeah, I guess he'll he'll release uh, his hold on uh, Victor's senses. 
and uh, kind of shake himself as he comes back to uh, his own body again. Jesus, there's a lot of people here. Holy fuck. Why are they guarding that outhouse so strongly? <laughs> they have to use the bathroom, James. No, they don't. <laughs> well, how do we want to do this? She's wearing some sort of skull brooch and carrying a staff, which she's using to mix the wine. Judging by the way it was described as small, I'm guessing it's not a human skull, like a bird or something. Uh, you didn't have the finest senses to exactly tell what it was, but it was definitely, yeah, not human. It was a small animal of some sort. Which direction are we in regards to this? Uh, the road leads to this small door towards the front here, uh, with the one outside of it. I'm not even going to make you roll if you want to kill that one. Like, <laughs> If all of you Is just that... storm it, it'll die. Okay, towards the bottom there? Towards the bottom there. The, the south part of it? Yes, that is where the path leads to. It it Like the okay. thinner path that leads to the house directly, it seems where that's the most likely place that people would go to the vineyard. Illyria sort of nibbling her lip like, I think she may be like me. That does seem likely. Congratulations on the lightning. Oh, thank you. Um, and for posterity, since you cannot see these spaces anymore, let's just go ahead and... And he'll, he'll say telepathically, uh, Thank you, Victor. Sorry it didn't turn out interesting. Let me know if anything changes, please. Can I take things? <laughs> yes, anything you like. Get the oh, bomb. goody. I love Victor so much. I'll find something interesting. Sounds good. I would say if it kills me, but that already happened, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> Victor, is that a still beating heart in your hand? It's I'm more like concerned with the fact that it's still beating, but I do wonder where it came from. Dum, 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 dum. I'm Great impressed time. that you managed to keep it beating, Victor. Teach me some things. <laughs> Clearly, I'm a great trainer and maker. I found this under the floorboards, along with a guy in a Jester's outfit. <laughs> Ooh, cross-reference. Ouch. <laughs> all you gotta do is work in a gold bug joke, and we're all set. You got the hat trick. So, what do you do? Oh, let, let's, let's, let's pound this poor nerd out front. Yeah, let's just, like, crossbow him or something. <laughs> Longbow. If, yeah, if the two of you with ranged weapons, I'm not gonna make you roll. <laughs> And just one like, hand axe. Just like a dagger, I guess. Yeah. It's just a comedy of just like a dagger, a hand axe, and a bolt. The first, the first, you know, you know well, what's, uh... and then a lightning bolt crashes in through have from you ever above. Seen, have you ever seen the cartoon, uh, a cartoon sequence where someone pisses someone off in like a bar or the like, and then they close the wooden door, and all of a sudden it's full of like the axes and arrows from the patrons? It's yeah. that. <laughs> you just hear. Thum, 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 thum. And then just like there's a small ding of a ghoul collar bell being thrown. <laughs> and then no, there's a small and ding it slams of a into the bell. ground. Yeah, the small ding of a ghoul collar bell, and then the guy stands back up like nothing's wrong. Then a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> For good measure. It's already dead, so just to fuck with him, uh, Nick tries to split the axe where it landed instead of killing the thing. <laughs> you don't roll that for me, then. <laughs> hey, look, I split the axe. I was using that axe. I don't want to break his axe. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, you said it. <laughs> this is happening. You know, I'll, I'll try to stick it in the in the hilt somewhere. I, I doubt I could. I doubt I could split it. <laughs> no, I sincerely superhero. doubt you could split it either. But you know, natural twenties exist. Much to your surprise, I'm certain. Ouch. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's a thong. 
as it sticks firmly out of the top of the hand axe tossed by Conrad. Now the tallest thing in the pile. <laughs> Let me go salvage all of you. Another map. Yeah, I definitely like the call lightning spell. It's just the level three, so, you know, ideally you don't lose concentration after the first time you use it. It is unfortunate. It did kill three things. It did. Yeah, that, that's why I brought Dog over there, because next time about that, it's like, oh, I'll just keep her safe. <laughs> keep the crazy. I am laughing safe. far too much internally about this. Uh, about the thing that's about to happen. It's not a thing in game, it's just a visual thing. So I guess, are we all by the door now, I take it? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> just a visual of a horse nestled between you. Hey, does Conrad have any more, like, slight healing, like, little healing he could do? Uh, it's all spells from here. Uh, well, wow. yeah, I'll cure, I'll cure wounds myself when it gets real bad. What are you at? I'm at 23 of 33. I just took 10. Eh. Yeah. That's why I'm like, eh, I'll cure wounds myself when it gets worse. No, if if it is that bad, Grove will notice that and then just kind of like nod at you to just be like, guard, like, and nod at you. So the dog will okay. be your protector this time. Yeah. So what do you guys do? Open a door. Surprise a bitch. <laughs> why don't we s- sneak? That's, um, yeah, let's, uh, okay, are there any, like, either windows or, uh, yeah, since it's like an old house, just kind of ways to see in, not necessarily into, like, the heart of the home, but just, uh, you know, some way to get in. And can um, we see any vision cones or anything? Have you cast Solid on Radar? Uh, yes. Oh, 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 Victor's like, that lady just got an exclamation mark above her head. She said, what was that noise? And is walking towards the door. Huh? <laughs> Whose footprints are these? Um, oh. And let's see. I think I have now marked all the windows on the map. There are a few. Um, Actually, no. Um, at that mention of like, hey, we can't see any guys in the back or the side. I, but I'm sure Grove You saw the do. plants in the first place when approaching. Sure. Um, now that you recognize them as guards, it is easy enough to know that's where they are. Um, actually, no. I'm All gonna right, um, cast B-Spawn so I can get the pup to give an actual detail of what he can smell in the area. See if he can okay. pick out any people. And meanwhile, Nick is going to head over to this window, you know, get to the side, and then, you know, basically peek into it from the um, side. Make a perception check, and how does B-Spawn appear? Uh, he goes up in uh, green uh so again, a green eyes. And depending on the animal, it's different, but because of you and kind of how he actually enjoys the uh, like a pet out of them, he kind of pets them and they kind of look at the eyes and it creates just like a telepathic link. Uh, yeah, the moment of just like the a one... flash. Okay, yeah, just a flash as they see each other for a moment. Yeah, that uh, 11 for... Uh, cool, we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, so what are you saying? Uh, me? Um, yeah, he'll just kind of look and goes, "Can you smell anything? Uh, give it a don't." I don't smell go many too things. Far. Can you I'm give? I'm good me... at smelling. Yes, you very are. Uh, in the house, anything specific that you can think smell? I'll roll just if necessary. S- he sits. He sits down and looks up, and not even at anything, but his nose pointed towards the building. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll, actually. Yeah, it's got advantage on perception. 20 plus... 
I am. What? 23. There's people and plants and alcohol. The thing, the, the thing that makes people dumber, right? That Very thing. dumb. Yes, that. Much of that. And people and plants. How many people? People. Can you get uh, a different? Maybe. The question is, can a dog count? I figured that he can. Some. At least a pack animal. Like, more than one? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, the, the one dog I've had the... the uh... More than one. The circumstance to be around had very bad object permanence to the point of hilarity. <laughs> oh, I, I've been one. ruined by having smart dogs in my life. Not calling your dog dumb. This, uh, just... this is a Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, I'm not sure oh. whether they're, they're really, really dumb like by breed or whether this one was just really dumb. <laughs> that sounds There's definitely more than one. Okay. How many plants? A lot. Inside and out? Or just yes. inside? Right. Just inside. Don't worry about it. Uh, anything else that you can smell? Anything interesting? There's no meat. Oh, well, well, we'll find something after this. Do you have meat? Not I don't yet. smell meat. We should get meat. We, we will do it after this. In fact, I'll give you a double if you keep Illyria safe. Yes, yes. Okay. Illyria will be the most safe. I'll make her the most safe. I'm the goodest. You, oh, you sure are, and he'll ruffle the... You, know, the, the, you need the... to ask him. What? Well, you can actually get the answer. Now, we can finally know the answer. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> you? Yes, you are. Oh, me also! Okay, yes. Now now Grove will be an adorable... To everyone else, he's now <laughs> lagging and barking very loudly. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, like, the moment he starts to open it, Grove's like, eh, mm, 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 no, mm, mm, quiet, like, like in muzzle. the forest. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me, um... Animal handling? Uh, your preference of... Yeah, animal handling, actually. Yeah, what am I saying preference? Just roll animal handling, yeah. Uh, sure, hang on, I'm seeing how long this lasts. Up to ten minutes, and I have a telepathic link, as long as we're in sight. Simple communications and concepts, and then advantage... Or anything that can see me. Um, animal handling? Sure. Oops. <laughs> Seven. What? There's a single loud bark that goes off before you can get your hands firmly around his snout. Borp. <laughs> Quiet. Like the forest. Nick. Nick, Nick just stares incredulously back at the, at the group. <laughs> Someone shake me if something happens. <laughs> I just look over at Ruprecht and shrug, look back at Nick. Nick, uh, you got a good look inside from that window angle. You had to just hop up a bit. It was no difficulty for you. Um, you are able to get a good look inside. It seemed to be a workshop of some kind. Uh, after giving it a bit of thought, uh, you can tell there's sand and some large tubes. It only leads you to believe with some of the other pieces of glassware you see around there that it is for a glass blower's. It seems with the texturing and some of the coloration you see inside that this is that they make their own their own bottles for wine. This place is a business that needn't have anywhere else, at least as far as you can tell, except customers to sell to. Obviously, oh, there doesn't seem to be anyone in there, though. There yeah. seems to be a bit of mess of like leaves and drag marks and dirt along the ground. Because they have a Cooper's in there too, which um okay uh yeah he'll go back. Still, still looking incredulously at the dog. Um, okay, that's the uh, glass blower's workshop for the bottles, you know. 
Uh, it's it's out of you know out of sorts. It hasn't been used for its intended purpose for a bit, but you know, um, don't see anybody in there. The dog says there's more than one person in there, and more of the plant things. Also, he was a little excited. Sorry about that. But... Okay. Well. Um. Oh. Um. Was the window uh like locked or fastened in any way? Um. It, or is it, it immobile? To... Okay. It, yeah. It didn't seem that there was any mechanism to it. It was a pane of glass set into the wall. Okay. Um. He'll just check here. Uh, oh, it's just a door with a mirror on it, probably, right? Uh, which spot? Yes, that is correct. Uh, uh, you see the door. It is an average door. It's not particularly notable. Uh, the only place that seems like it would be at all ostentatious is the part where the cards pull into. Um, while this is the front entrance, as in the most expedient way inside, it is poorly furnished, other than a rather large mirror, one that's nearly uh, from the base of the door to the top of it. Uh, he'll slowly try the handle. Uh, it is unlocked. However, make me a notice check. I take it. Is everybody going to like collect near that door before we try to open anything? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if everyone thought of it before Nick immediately tried to open it. Uh, Nick, you hear footsteps as you start to turn it and you feel the latch coming free in your hands. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> The latch coming for like it's falling apart into my no, hands. No, no, excuse me. Someone the latch is opening, opening the door. Inside. Oh, uh, he is going to. Uh, it looks like uh, Faustus is still in line of sight, so he is going to wave Faustus off and make like a be quiet, like you know, finger to lips motion, and then press himself up against where the door is going to open. Uh, so that uh, excuse me when you say that, like, what do you mean? So that the door, so the mirror gets smushed into his face, so he can't be seen, yeah, unless like, they literally look around the door. If the door I mean, opens out, opens inward. Yeah, the door the opens door. inward. Stuntian doors do that because that's what lets you see the mirror. Oh, um, then he will try his best to get around the corner. Scamper up the door. Uh, it looks like it's a gabled roof. If it's a one-story, no, it's a two-story thing. You can't do that. He stabs him as he opens it and helps your sneak attack. There is, to kill him. The particular section sticks out from the side of the building. That pit of roof you see is just one story up. You could oh, potentially then. attempt to climb that. Oh, then You'd have to make a check. Yeah, definitely. Okay, sure. Go for it. Uh, make me an athletics check. All right. Faustus needs to go around the other side of the house. We all need to hide, but the horse needs to stay there. <laughs> yeah, Faustus um, has tried to duck behind the house. Not the horse yeah, and cer- the dog. I'm certain everyone saw Nick react this way, however you wish to react in spawns. Why is he going up the door? Twelve. Yeah, it's not a particular challenge. Uh, however, as an additional, since you didn't roll amazing on that, roll me a stealth check. Oh no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm <Nick>. everybody. <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so, um, where do the rest of you round to? <laughs> Can I give my inspiration? You react Can I please just Give him my inspiration. <laughs> no, I'm afraid. <laughs> You're the reason in my life. <laughs> like, 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 peer down from where he's climbed up and be like, uh, I'd like to talk to you about Abyssin. So, have you met Abyssin, our Lord and Cre- our Lord and Protector? Again, I need to know this immediately. Where is everyone else moving? Are you exactly where you're wanting to be on the map? Is that what the case is? Um, uh, door. I'm at door. So as soon as Nick started climbing up, you moved towards the door. If I can tell that Nick rolled a one, I'm moving towards the door. If I can't, 
you can't because this is all happening basically the moment he backed away. Yeah. Uh, Nick Argenti's really? gutter cleaning service. We took the initiative. I'm going to hide back here around this corner with the horse. First, first one's free. We took the initiative, but rolled a one. Okay, so is everyone where they would be just in response to Nick scrambling away from the door, not anything about him failing? Yep. Including yeah, horse. I was going to basically try to keep looking around the corner. This will be the textbook example for my dissertation about how shitty D20 okay. granularity is. <laughs> like, his Faustus, like... Ah, no, fuck it. I don't care about his sword anymore. What is it? Crossbow somewhere else. Give me the wife's sword. Where did sword. go? Under horse. <laughs> He's the under horse. No, that's the dog. Oh, the dog. The dog. They jumped on him like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. How <laughs> <laughs> <Now> dead. <laughs> so, uh, you all press over to the side and Conrad you step forward as Nick you scramble up to the roof uh, your foot clanging into the front of the mirror with quite some force as you're attempting to push off it and climb up while not covered in glass as many Nefalian mirrors are due to the expense of that you leave a big muddy boot print on the side of it and you feel it dent under your force you manage to get up to the roof smoothly enough beyond that However, the sound of this kerfuffle in the first place uh, is noted as the door opens ajar. Uh, Conrad, you don't... open a jar. It doesn't have a... <laughs> Damn it. Conrad, you nope. don't immediately see anyone beyond it. Okay. Self-opening doors putting us out of business. At least it's Take not like your request where if you open a door, the door is gone. We can close the door again and run. Why run down? <laughs> Nick's doubling down. Like, if no one comes out and needs to get stabbed, he's, he's continuing to climb up to the second floor. Fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, hell, hell, I'll enter this building if we've already clanged it up. Dude, on the side of the door, probably. Conrad, make me a notice check. Perception. Oh, boy. Oh, actually, you're pretty yeah. good. Can Faustus also? He was going to be pressed just around the corner looking. Uh, you can, but at disadvantage. Sure. Uh, 17. It's only disadvantage because you're, uh, you're trying to see under a horse. So I, I managed to roll a 19 and a 20. Nice. So you, okay. The nineteen um, uh, with a couple bonus. So Plus you two. both you both look in Conrad. You as you step in, and uh, Faustus says you're leaning around the corner. Conrad, you step in, and you don't notice much of anything at first until Faustus uh, until your foot hits against something solid. And Faustus, you see this as it's happening that there is a tiny thing against the ground. It's like a cut. Or it's not large like the others and covered in needles. It is instead at least only two to two and a few inches feet off the ground. A small being made of spindly wood, but with a solid center body like a cut piece of, for the fire. It looks up to you, Con. I'm going to try and stomp it. <laughs> Roll an attack. Uh, I don't think you have proficiency on stomping. Fine, I'll hit it with my axe. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, I'm just. I look. Okay, I'm saying true to what's happening here. Yeah. No, no, I guess. I, I missed the description. What are you stomping? It's a tiny little wood guy. Wood hedgehog. Seems to be pieces of twig attached to what looks like a cut piece of wood, as if for a fire. Is Conrad proficient in Isaac Clark boots, the most devastating boots in existence? Apparently. Are not. you sure you're not stomping <laughs> just like a mud from shoe remover? <laughs> 
19 <laughs> we'll with my see plus when the X bonus. Comes down. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. That's a D8. 12 damage. Uh, it splinters apart with the force that you would have expected just sever a decent piece of wood and split it down the middle, but this has rendered it into mostly splinters and dust. This Victor pop of this. He's moving now. Like a familiar or something? Well, I hope I just cause an XP cost to somebody. Conrad, why do you, you hate see now? Uh, where see the neck had only gotten a decent view. They're definitely. This is definitely where wine bottles are manufactured here. It's uh, evident by all the tools lying about the rashly blown glass bottles along the south wall. Um, the hearth built into the southwest corner and the barrel of sand standing right next to it. Uh, there's a staircase that goes towards the underground. You're not exactly sure. It must be the cellar, to say the least, though. Um, and between it and the rack of bottles, there is a barred door. Okay. It starts singing. Did it see a bunch hard. of bottles, little wine table, another set of stairs. Probably no vampire this time. Not as far as you can see. <laughs> Nick peers his head over like he's, you know, it gets on his hands and knees. It kind of looks over the, uh, the, the, you know, from the top of the gable. Uh, so, well, I'm heading in. Uh, you head in. I'll head up. You got it. Uh, Faustus is going to walk. Stupid horse. He's going to walk up to this corner here and start Actually, casting. Isn't it a startlingly intelligent horse? Yeah, don't talk that way to Ruprecht. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a pretty smart horse. He can understand some party members. He can understand common. He has intelligence six. Oh, okay. Everyone is stupid compared to me, all right? Uh, it's smart. He, he it's smarter as, than... I'm going to say he's as, as smart as, uh, as Grove is gifted with people. No, he's he, smarter than that. He can, hoof you in, he can hoof you into that wall until you're a coat of paint. Listen, don't underestimate... I mean, that's true. He probably could how... solo Faustus. <laughs> <laughs> don't underestimate how bad Grove is at people. Like, it's it's really nerd. bad. Especially if he starts <laughs> 20 feet or more away. Because <laughs> if you go prone off that hoof attack, he gets a second hoof attack. All right, so 30 feet away, outside this door, I'm going to cast a Minor Illusion. Can you do that through a building? I don't know if you... Do you need it's sight? just a noise. I, I can do it I with a phone. Noise, yeah, if it's a noise, then certainly. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know uh, if you had to see it. When uh, you what, what's, it. I mean, are you, choo- are you saying 30 feet away the location that you're making the noise? Where are you making the noise? I was going to try to make it outside the door to the on the north side of the building. Um, let's see. Yeah, Does that right there? I need to be able to see it. Uh, I would suggest that you have to have at least a very good idea of it being uh, like this precise spot. You saw it once before, but you'd need like Victor to be there or seeing it yourself, probably. Or have just seen it and like ducked around the corner. I mean, oh, I'm not cast it on Victor, so everyone goes like, what the fuck is this thing? And then we have a... Victor can make an actual noise! <laughs> and that is actually a true fact, though. You can cast it through Victor, I'm pretty sure. Well, you can cast, t- cast touch spells ah, okay. through, but no, I guess I can just I can cast it above the building. It doesn't really that, matter that, that much. Fine. But uh, he's, there's going to be the voice of essentially a uh, cock, cockney sergeant shouting, uh, Get her, boys! Charge! And the sound of a, and the volume of a loud shout from that side of the that spot. Yeah. Uh, okay, and your spell DC is sixteen, correct? Uh, yes. I don't like. I think that's only if they're actively like attempting to not like. It's just a sound. 
I'm yeah. I'm reading how it works right here. Yeah, so you get a save with interaction oh, okay. with the illusion, which I guess technically hearing it might be interacting with it. The creature uses its action to examine the sound or image. Okay, if he if he goes if they go to check it out, they can roll a save to realize there's no Cockney Sergeant there. Which or is, if they like, just take a moment to like try and investigate or the like, you know, like they yeah, don't even have to physically go like, there as long as they're analyzing the sound of it. Yeah, that's something <laughs> going. Oh wait, that was coming from above. Cockney Sergeant's not coming. <laughs> Which is really all I wanted in the first place. So like the camera pans up and there's a sergeant on a hang glider. <laughs> uh, or just a ghost. <laughs> you don't see any visible reactions or hear any. That's eh, fine. If she does nothing, then we've lost nothing. Is that a cantrip? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Then we lost nothing. I mean bring up the door, I will probably follow. Yeah, Faustus will hit inside too. Yeah, so yeah. Lyria. Yep, I'm just gonna start walk. Nick is doing his best uh Assassin's Creed impersonation. He going to start traipsing through this winery, keeping a close eye at foot level. I'm going to hide behind this bench. I will have my crossbow out, wishing I had another one. <laughs> Why do you not have another one? Why don't I have another one? You never gave it back. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. yeah I gave the nice one back. I just here's your, here's your wife's sword back. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, you gave me the wife's sword? Did I disconnect? Oh yeah, you must have. He did give it to you. Yeah, I thought he did. That's yeah. why I was confused oh. the first time. Yeah, you he was like, What I, day? Fine. Okay. Alright. Did that have one of the was that one with the plus one to hit as well? Uh yeah, it was plus one in magical. Oh, was it plus one damage as well? Though? Yes. <laughs> Shit. Okay. It was just straight I up in every way better than the one you had. Yeah. Uh damage on the trust was also one D six, right? Yes, but additionally plus one. Uh and it has a uh special disengage mode. For free with my feet. Well, not for free, but with the feet. Okay. Um, go here. Okay, so you're starting to advance inside. Uh, what are you doing once you get inside? Just investigating what remains of the workshop? or Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Oh, that um, horse uh, creeping up behind us. <laughs> <laughs> the inside, it seems not well kept for, but it doesn't seem actively sabotaged in any way. It seems like a workshop. Um, there seems to be marks against the ground of something dragged here. There's dirt marks of being tread in and dragged. There's a few scattered pieces of leaves, wood, and <laughs> many splinters now at this point. Uh, but as for it, it's just there doesn't seem to be anything in particularly damaged other than what might have been collateral. So was there a house or was it just a basement entrance? There is a door. Um, Okay. However, Grimhild is right in front of it right now. It's barely, barred. With barely any effort pushing against it, you can tell that it is barred. Oh, from the other side? Correct. Uh, okay, I'm going to have both of the crossbows ready. Cool. And how sure. barred are we saying? Because I'm very strong. Uh, you could attempt, but it doesn't seem to have any give whatsoever if you gently push on it. And I think if you hit it and fail, you alert everything behind the door. I think if you hit it and succeed, you alert everything behind the door. <laughs> Well, yes, but that's that... why I have cool crossbows. Yeah, but we need the door to not be there. Kick it down. I'm thinking about hitting the cellar. Yep. Okay. Do you split? <laughs> you can split. Oh, one way or another, if he kicks down that door, I want to be there to help. But <laughs> make sure there's no bogeys in the cellar. Fine, I'll go check for bogeys. No, Literal bogeys, like bogeyman. I just don't want people coming out from behind us and in front of us. I'm checking Get for bogeys. Okay, no, that's actually a really good point. I do have pushing attack. I could knock them out, which would be hilarious. No bogeys here, Captain. <laughs> okay, I kick the door in. 
No, here's what I, you need I to do. I didn't you even to, say anything. You need to push in the attack. You need to get on the roof and pushing attack Nick up 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> so you can clear the roof and land on one of these people on the other side. It's, it's basically a rocket jump by proxy. <laughs> that like a fashionable <laughs> special almost. So, uh, you check down the passageway. It goes into a lower earthen chamber. Um, there aren't the, there weren't any torches in the glass bowing room. The only light coming in from what gray you could get from outside through the window. The room was chilly. There doesn't seem to be too much heat, though anyone who has directly investigated the door, which is Conrad and Grimhild, you would f- have felt that there was at least more heat through the door. It is not quite as thick as the external doors. As you look down, it's very poorly lit. You can't see much at all, but you do see that it ends at a sharp wall, and there seems to be uh, a handle over to the left. Another door down here. Great, we're going to do this this Silent Hill style. This door is stuck and cannot be opened. This door is stuck and cannot be opened. Put a little axe over it. Can you solve my Shakespeare puzzle to open the first door? No, I can't. Good, because it doesn't the exist answer. in Innistrad. That'd be really confusing. Yeah, that is the answer. Yeah, doesn't Shakespeare only exist in, like, fallen empires that era? <laughs> he was quoted on uh, a few cards, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. Like, I nice like darkness. William Shakespeare, Vampire Hunter. Also, oh Francis one. Anyway. <clears throat> so, what happens? What do you do? Really Bust down the door. Take the loot. The day is only getting colder and longer. and So there's a door at the bottom of the stairs, right? Oh, I, I was muted. I rolled 23. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna, smashing in the door. Gotcha. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, you impact heavily into it. How do, how do you uh, aggress this door? I'm Bite booting it. it. Bite it. Like, <laughs> great. Just yell at it and tell it to go home because it never calls its mother. So, basically, you have broken down okay. doors before. It is something that you yes. know how to do. The fact that this is barred, you take like a few experimental pushes a bit harder, but still relatively quiet, to figure out like where this is barred, where it is set up. And while the bar seems really secure and would be a bit of a difficult spot to break it down from just that, you do note some of the weaknesses in the hinges. And it seems simple enough to kick at the corner, in which case the bar may shift. So step, taking a few steps back... You then move forward again and then drive your heel against one of the edges of the hinges. The door snaps at that section. The metal doesn't just bend, it falls off. As you firmly plant your foot against it and you hear a piece of wood against wood as the boards on the other side shifts. And now the door is at a a skew space here, but easy enough to push forward, it seems, as you can get your hand through a now open hole in the door and simply remove the bar. So, (laughs) the door is now ready to be open for you. However, as you're doing this, you uh, hear footsteps on the other side backing away. Well, if we're opening it now, let's go. I'll start hustling to get through the door. Uh, Alright. One moment here. Go ahead and get a good old reveal of that. Um, Alright, everybody. This is when shit got bad. Hang on, let me make sure I get this nice and big for all the listening audience. Good. <laughs> what is that icon over the empty barrel? Oh, don't worry about it. I asked that earlier. Little, little thing. What are you talking about? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're possibly insinuating. One second here. 
So we busted that door. What's at the bottom of the stairs? Can we see anything down there? It was a wall into another door. You weren't exactly sure. So, now inside and without the barred door in the way, there's the rich smell of fermenting wine filling this large two-story chamber. There are enormous wooden casts filling it, each one at least 8 feet wide and 12 feet tall. There's a wooden staircase in the center of the room that climbs upwards to some sort of balcony. You can't really see what's above it, but it's clinging to the south wall. And uh, there are a few windows set in it at the balcony level, however. Uh, Stacked against the wall, underneath the balcony, are several old, empty barrels. Uh, You can see the Wizard of Wines burned onto their sides. There are a few other doors, and there are some sloping, thick rafters holding up this high roof. And you can see, in here, scores of ravens set along the sides of it. They're perched there calmly, but what is not calm is there is a woman in here. Wild, deep, dark hair. Uh earthen tone to her skin, but you are uncertain if it's from the earth itself or from her birthright. She is backed against the wall, her clothes, messy rags and torn hides, adorned with many pieces of discarded nature and a large gnarled wooden staff in her hands. She stares at you with furious eyes, but her back firmly against the wall. Gotha! She calls loudly. What, what did she say? Gunther. 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 Uh, yeah, can I shoot her? Uh, roll for initiative, but yes, you're going to be able to do that immediately. She's aware of you, so this is not a surprise around. Uh, that's fine. Sure. I so, mean, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll for initiative. Nine. Eight. I mean, I can just shove my big gnarled staff right back at hers. I'd suggest no spell casting in the wine area. It's about to get really quiet the moment something happens scary. Ah, uh, 15. But there's all this flammable stuff around. We, we've talked about that wine isn't flammable, unfortunately. Really? Yep. It's not got, a high enough alcohol content in it? Exactly. It's got to be 40 proof. The problem is it's got like 6 or 7 percent even alcohol. If it were, even if it were fortified, like being turned into brandy, it still wouldn't light. Um, oh, man. No, you need... Bullshit. You need it's alcohol, but it's wet. You need, yeah. like, vodka. Got it. No, even, <laughs> even, even most vodkas won't. Um, it maybe if you heat it because the heat of the uh, of the spirit matters as well. But, uh, only well, stuff like barrels are flammable. and Everclear will light unbidden. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, we just need to invent one fifty one so that we can like, have an exploding winery. Molotov cocktails are full of gasoline for a reason, not just like the booze <laughs> that was in the bottle in the first place. I mean, at least the barrels and shit are all flammable if needed. Wow, what an arsonist. Let's not burn well, down this nice really winery. That. They're probably mm. soaked through. Uh, like. You aren't even a fire mage. I have, once I the have barrel, a lot of fire magic, though. Once the barrel catches, or once the barrel, the structural integrity goes, then you soak the wet, the flaming barrel in wet wine. We're trying yeah. to save this winery for people. 25 yeah. to 20. 19 to 15. Me. 17. 15. Grove has the best 15, but I think Kevin also got a 15. Okay. Uh, so I'll be okay. main-handing the wife uh, crossbow. Okay. Oh, you're, you're writing it down. Yes, okay. I'm writing it down. Um, you have to put it that way just to make me regret loaning it to you? <laughs> I mean, oh, the, the the crossbow. What do you want me to call Faustus it? Faustus also got 15? Uh, no, I got like a 9. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Oh, Conrad, did, who got, did anyone else get 15 other than Grove? Okay. Grimhill got 17, so no. Yes, I got that. 14 to 10. 
Me. What'd you get? Eleven. Uh, Nick got an eleven as well. He's got the better. Deck and my my initiative modifier is higher. He, it's a plus six. I was gonna be like, he better have a better dex than me as a rogue. Yeah, even if it's just rogue. my dex and not my dex and charisma, uh, yeah. I still win. Yeah. That was eleven. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, ten to nine. Ten to nine. No. Not me. Excuse me, not 10 to no. 9, excuse me. Uh, 9 to 5 is what I was looking for. 8. 9. I cannot do good on initiative. It has never happened yet. I haven't rolled over a 10 tonight. Uh, just a question. What was I like? What was I up to while they walked in and pounded the door down? That is worth. That is actually worth checking in. What were you doing? Gently yeah, gnawing was... on the window locks. <laughs> Climbing the outside of the of the building. Cool. Um, um, let's cut out there immediately after I get this initiative down. Yeah, no problem. Um, okay, so I let's see. Sorry to... about this. I got down the 11. So what was uh, Faustus and Conrad? Eight. Faustus is nine, nine. Conrad is eight. Great, okay. Please just cannonball through the skylight or something. That's what I thought. I really want you to do that, if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured because... Like, don't they have trees literally growing through the house? So Correct. technically, they're not weathered. Not not like, represented here, also. But yes, there is a tree. So so like technically, the house isn't weather tight. I guess they probably have some flexible covering. Uh, they use forms of pitch to try and seal it. Okay. Oh, so it's like literally built into the walls, like a it tree is, house. Yes, the tree is part of the house. It is not just a we hollowed out our piece of our house to grow a tree. We oh. built the tree house. We built our house around a tree. I was thinking it was like a courtyard. They grow yeah, trees the tree. in preparate. They grow trees in preparation for the house. Okay, that, that kind of ruins my plan because I thought it was like a quad with a tree in it. Um, okay. If the tree has grown a bit, it may have cracked some of them. This is true, and but but not enough for for a. Uh, with the weird nature magic, maybe. Well, I guess we'll see. And just making sure I got everyone in here. Let's see. Sorry, I, <laughs> I had some initiatives to write down. We have a skylight okay. that goes right into the vats. It's got so that Grimhild 17, Grove 15, uh, Nick and Elyria 11, Faustus 9, Conrad 8. Correct? Yep. yep. Great. Okay. So, Nick, you are outside, currently on top of the first layer of roof. You can see you're right up against a wall now. There is... Um, the house is well-maintained comparatively, despite what seems to be happening right now, but lived in. It's not a fancy part of town. <laughs> it's out in the countryside. Uh, however, from here, you can see there is a, another series of windows, actually, up on this level, for anyone who'd see fit to look outwards to the fields. Um, it is a simple enough measure for you to look in as well. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give a, the second floor a look before using the... Like the, um, either, I don't know what part of a window it's called, but it sticks out a little bit to assist my climbing. Um, the sill. The sill, there we go. I made a mess of how I was doing this in the first place, but whatever, there we go, that's good enough. Um, after angling past a few of the windows, you can get a decent look inside. You're staring out at a what seems to be a balcony overlooking a lower room. There's a series of immensely tall barrels that you can see the tops of. And you can't see too much activity from inside. Uh, you saw a brief motion as it was stepping down some of the stairs as you were climbing up to here. But uh, you don't see much of it at the moment. It seems a bit of a mess. There's dirt and plant material scattered about this uh, upper balcony. 
but beyond that, it's relatively tame. None of these windows are broken or have any sort of issue with them. They also do not seem to open, or at least have mechanisms to do so. Um, okay, and... Like, you as have, like, a the minute window, before the sound of splintering would start. Yeah, does the, um... Okay, does it look like it looks now where... Does that dotted line... Is there, like, a, uh... A sort of... Uh, so that dotted line, um, everything's, like, outside of the area with the actual barrels there, that is under the balcony. That is to right. note that this is an open area that the area within the dotted line that with the barrels, that is what you could potentially see, but getting an angle down from where you are is not great. You can see that there is a room below there, but you don't have a great angle of view from out here on the roof kind of staring in. Okay, and if I look up, does... Oh no, there's only two floors. It's a cellar. There's only there's two, the yes, floor. there's only two floors. There is an immense tree coming from that roof of the second floor. Unnatural, verdant, unnaturally verdant and lightly in the patter of rain, but... Uh, it's still raining, right? Yes. Can I see any rain coming down near the tree in any large quantities? I'm looking for holes, basically. Hmm. Uh... Make me the higher of an investigation or perception check with advantage. Okay. I'll just do, um, wait a second. Uh, yeah, 20. It's not an immense amount of rain, but there is a pretty steady drip coming along one side of the tree. Um, I guess I'll make a note on here where the tree should be since... Well, no, is it... Because it matter, um, is it man-sized? Larger than that. It's, it's broad across. That's why it's a bit hard for me to alter these maps somewhat. <laughs> No, it, it's fine as long as I know where he ends up. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's going to try to climb. If you're meaning the, the hole, the hole yeah. is not man sized. It doesn't seem, but you could widen it out to be without too much effort. It might be uh, a touch noisy, uh, but like you kick twice and you'd probably be in. He he doesn't know they're that they're about to. Kick, he doesn't need to. He doesn't know that they're about to kick down the door. So, um, he will uh, kind of wait at the window and he's going to have to crash through it um, <laughs> in order to get into this fight on time. So yeah, he's <laughs> kind of watching, mess. watching through the windows uh, until he hears the crash. And then, you know, I assume he'll see uh, the, the lady. Um, but if not, let me know. Okay, great. And just one moment while I do a thing, I'm going to move her, but like I'm, yeah, that's about where the tree is. Cool. Okay. <laughs> So, now as time has reprogressed back to what you were all were doing below, as you break in the door, the woman shouted loudly for Galther. You're not exactly sure who or what that is. Um, but uh, the combat has started. Let's see. Give me just a moment. There's some uh, shuffling of things I need to do here. Ah, uh, yes. The mooks are coming. I can hear them. The, the walls are shaking with them. Okay, um, you hear some footsteps coming from uh, up above. You hear wooden sounds. It's not directly visible alongside the canopy, but someone is definitely moving. However, they don't show up anywhere in sight before it's time for you, Grimhild. Okay, Duke. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to open up through the hole in the door. So, first, shoot guns. The nonstop pop pop of stainless silver. Does a 13 hit? One moment. Yes. Does a 12 hit? Yes. Okay. And then the offhand crossbow. 
is 22. Okay, cool. So let me just roll all those. Uh, should I roll them separately or is all at once fine? All at once should be good. So that's gonna be, yeah, okay. 16 damage. What is her back to? Uh, it is currently against what seems to be a large set of double doors. What is she? Excuse me a moment, I can actually reveal that. And also, what did you say you cut out there? What is she holding? Uh, she seems to be holding a staff that she is clutching with both hands to the point that her hands are turning white, except for the so it seems... layers of brown and some dusty purple upon them. Okay, then I'm going to use uh, superiority die and disarming strike. So that's 76 damage. So 20 total damage, and she has to roll to keep her... Okay. So having now yeah. stepped into the door and hearing her shout, she barely has enough time to look down before you pull up both of the crossbows you have and begin to pull the trigger. As a single bolt flies out, you prepare to ready the next one. Uh, you prepare to fire the second one with your other hand already at work, reloading the first. You have practiced this maneuver over some of the times in camp, and you have believe you have fully mastered at this point. The first bolt strikes her in the shoulder, and she winces and moves back a step. Second bolt hits just a bit lower, clashing into an upper piece of her arm. As she uh, begins to turn to look like she attempts to move into the doors behind her, the third one catches her on the upper part of her shoulder blade, the shock rend uh, rendering free the staff from her hands. She, <clears throat> in pain, but uh, doesn't seem down, but seems very uncomfortable by now being a human pincushion. Grimhill's just... Just as a kind of hundred yards stare, just like fuck it. Um. Okay. Um. Nick, you managed to see through the windows, the bank of windows that you are against, as a shape steps. Steps would be a loose way to say it into view. It slithers. A man who can slither. It moves with the shape of a humanoid, but undulating. Pieces of it sliding forward. It seems made of sinew, deep green, blue, black. It pours out of a doorway that you can see with just the corner of you as it steps down and onto the balcony. It is soon accompanied by another one following after, uh, sliding down the staircase. They don't seem to have noticed you. They're about to notice him in a second. Uh, okay, Grove. Mm, let's see. Because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And seeing Grimhild fire definitely means some shit's going on. Oh, what's my base move? 32. Go here. Oh, worth, worth asking before anything else. Grimhild, are you still staying exactly where you were? Uh, get the door open as part of my move. I'll step into the room. Otherwise, oh, yeah, I'll... Easily. Okay, then yeah, I'll do that. In, and I'll in fact, I probably should have had you do that first because otherwise you would have decent cover against you. But Okay, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Grove doesn't really know what's going on, so he'll come here, and sure. then probably at that point can't see because of the... You would be correct. Uh, however, you act first, remember? You established this. Well, uh, he's, use action is he's been told to guard the area. Okay, so he's holding he's his action to follow Hold Illyria? until after her turn, yeah. Okay. Um, Alright. What does the horse do? The horse blocks the door with its fat ass. <laughs> You got it's not it. Fat. It's all muscle. <laughs> Someone sounds all fat. Conscious. Muscle. Someone sounds self-conscious about their fat horse ass. 
Now, did you see that horse? That horse looks like it should be wearing one of those stupid shirts with the uh, armpit ripped down to the waist. Conrad. <laughs> Conrad, you can hear a rattling noise and then a wood against wood noise. A thunk. And then you hear the door below you begin to open. Stepping out from it is one of those creatures you saw previously, covered in spines and thorns, made of wood. Seeing you at the top, it makes another... It does not hesitate, but makes an overhand cross motion. Spines and thorns trailing everywhere across the path it's in, but mainly funneled up the direction you're at. Come on, shield. That is an 11 to hit. That is not going to do it. This seems mostly useless until another steps from behind. Cell is open. That is a 14 to hit. Still not going to do it. What about the third time? I don't know. You tell me. That's an 18 to hit. Ooh, dead on. This was part of my plan, too. You finally took some damage. <laughs> I've uh, taken take, damage before. Take five <laughs> piercing damage. All right. Uh, as this one... Don't as you, a, like, ignore three of that? Yes, I take two damage. Uh, as this one, as it lashes overhead, uh, just sprays and you can feel it get in between pieces of your armor, but you're able to brush it off well enough. You're a sturdy man. So that's what that feels like. I'm busy. <laughs> uh, Nick. Okay, so from his current vantage, uh, it's basically that like there's the, there's the top sort of like all-around balcony. The wine would be like sort of on level with that? The top of the, of the big brewing casks? The, the uh, top brewing of cask? the large brewing casks, yes. Uh, okay. It's going to either look really cool or really dumb, and he's going to get soaked. So um, I'm going to take the basket hilt of his rapier uh, and smash the, uh, the window open. All right. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Oh, okay. Uh, leap down onto the balcony. Uh, going to try to balance across the top. Are the casks open? Like they are displayed as? There, there are open segments on them. If you look at the upper area, I don't know why they show them as like how open they are on the bottom. They're like, there are pieces of them that are open, but the individuals are not fully split apart. You see those small yeah. dots on the upper story where you are all next to them, like the little like half moon circles? And I can't, where am I on the, I can't see where you're, I'm you're Oh, okay. So that, that's showing like a cross section, I guess? Yes, it's that's yeah, a it's weird. However, thing. I will say, inaccurate to what's being shown right now, uh, this one is open. Okay. Um, no, because I was thinking he'd have to like balance across the uh, top. Uh, but if they're closed, he doesn't need to do that. Um, you can also just run across the balcony. Cause... Yeah, but. Uh, this... <laughs> Okay. I, I guess fully support doing stylish things and like <laughs> dive through the window, use your twenty five feet, and then dive on this woman. Pretty much, yeah, do it, man. That um, sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Geez. yeah. So he's going to okay. So that's ten feet, uh, which that brings him to sorry about here on the map. Except yep. Grove is a, a level under him. Yes, correct. Okay. And then, yeah, he runs across the top of this. That is the one that is open, so... And... Uh, okay, so I have to make, like, an acrobatics check to I not... would say yes. Okay. If I could give you inspiration right now, I would. I want to see you do some flashy oh, shit. I give you inspiration. I have had it for a while, so take it. 
Okay. Uh, this is when you nat 20 it. I am proficient in acrobatics. Does 13 do it? Uh, I would not say so. Did you hear me giving inspiration? Well, do I have... However, uh, yeah, I think when you give inspiration to someone else, you have to give inspiration before the roll happens, which he did, and it doesn't like you bank it if a summer player gives it to you. Oh, okay. okay. The idea with a lot of these is you spend it before you know if you need it. Worse. Awesome. Uh, Nick gets soaked. Uh, or worse. Isn't this Nick's dream? This is exactly how he wanted to go. However, uh, it's on so, purpose, and he just wanted to get drunk. There is a as you crash open the window with the hilts of your rapier, and with a leaping step through, you delicately right yourself and then take a step over onto the edge of the barrel. And as you prepare to take a leap downwards, you feel your foot give way against the sodden edge of the barrel. You weren't quite prepared for it to be slippery. Uh, as it is, you tumble halfway into the barrel, uh, one of your arms and legs still sticking off to the side and holding on to the edge. Uh, however, the other half of you is drenched, and I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. This is literally, oh, right. this is literally what I get for trying to do a cool thing. <laughs> I'm so, this isn't right. It makes me feel really bad. <laughs> if we were playing Dungeon World, at least you'd be like level 8 by now. Okay, that's a, that is a nat one. Oh my god, dude! Um, so one yeah. So, so while he's looking at the effects of this, I'd like to point out in Japan there's a spa where you can swim in a pool of red wine. That just seems sticky. You can also swim in coffee, green tea, or ramen noodles. You green take, tea would be. You take five poison damage. All right. Uh, as. You feel an ache from being in here, a very uncomfortable feeling that as it starts to get inside any orifices that are available, your eyes, your nose, it burns a touch, but it doesn't seem to have completely taken deep hold. This is immediate. This is not something that has reached to your core. However, uh, unrelated to that, I'm... <laughs> Because of doing something ridiculous and great, and the fact that it is this ridiculous and failure too, take an inspiration. Like, this is what inspiration is made for, doing ridiculous things. So, the air is vaguely poisonous to... No. no. The, no. In the barrel. The vat of oh, I see. I, oh, yeah, because you got touched. My bad. Big old splash. Is there... Can we, like, house rule that his dice are inverse dice? <laughs> So really nice. this whole time. Well, you look at that. Another natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we pick Bruce Campbell for our avatar. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's fair. In one of his most hapless roles, and that's saying something. Um, your turn is not inherently done. Uh, I'm considering you prone in the barrel. How much movement did it take to get here? Was that uh, half 20? of it? Yeah, okay, half of it, then yeah, okay, That's like, you have exactly enough to write yourself out of the barrel. Uh, okay, then I'm going to spend my bonus action, my cunning action, to dash. <laughs> uh, so the rest of us just hear smash of a window, step, step, splash. Yeah, as he like, gets up out of, the, out of the barrel, like, you know, shakes off his arm, uh... Your head, what was dunked in it, exhale a big 
Nose full of wine Ooh, and poison. Good news. You're right. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like, the Are you left hell, or right-handed, Nick? The hell you brewing up in here, lady? Uh, he is right-handed. Okay. Yeah, that is the hand that went into the wine. <laughs> this indignant seems so. This seems so bad. Yeah. Just like splash into the wine, <laughs> crawl out. What did you put in there, lady? <laughs> All right. So let's let's see how this Damn. goes. Just murder her. Please that, do like 200 damage. Yeah, you look another nat one, and uh, I stab myself with my own rapier uh, while, you know, the love of my life watches and laughs or something. Uh, 16. That is my favorite it's, anime. It's like that hits. Us, it's like three of us watching. Are you sh- Who's the love of your life here? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. The horse. No, no, no. I was bring, the horse is peeking. They, they, they bring her here. Whoever she is, Nick doesn't have a love of his life. It He's is this lady. Somehow, it um, is this lady. It's the slime it's, man on top mighty. of the roof. All right, so that's one d eight plus three d six plus four. Wait, what happened um, to Slitherman? Uh, add another d six to that. Oh, for. Poisonousness. Nice. We are saving some of that poison after this. Yeah. Uh, 23. I'm guessing there's more effective poisons. I mean, it's nice D6 damage. Yeah. She like, finds we need herself Nick. unable to answer as you plunge the rapier through her throat, pinning her against the door. It's a lot of damage. There Man, is a slight. To talk to her a bit. There is a slight gurgle as your blade is pulled back out, and you can see her slump against the wood, uh, the wood of the door. Grimhill nods approvingly. And then gets ready to shoot whatever comes in through the door because she's just, hearing things. Just yanks it out of her throat and just, you know, runs the his hands through his wet hair covered in this fucking gross wine. <laughs> and I believe that's Illyria now. It is. Now I gotta figure out what to do. Because Nick's thing ruined what I was gonna do. <laughs> Nick, why couldn't you fuck up worse so you couldn't do it? Ruined what half of us were going to do. We still have Fortis Whitaker's basement monster to deal with. <laughs> so she's dead, right? Most assuredly. Got it. The Got fact more. that she gurgled, fell down, and was pun- and her neck seems to be flopping like a yeah, dead no, fish, I would presume Nick, so. <laughs> Nick had to exert effort to yank his sword out of her. Like, Oh, God. He's Nick, gone. Is, Nick is clipped into a tree. Nick is drunk with power or poison. <laughs> we're not sure. <laughs> He's glitched out. He clipped into the house tree. Can I look and see what's in the the cask of wine here from this place? Uh, not really. The barrels are quite tall. Like they are taller than you are, and the oh. tops are next to the balcony of, above you. Oh, I figured these were like four and a half foot tall it, casks it's of wine. Not really clear. This is actually a cross section. Yeah, as I mentioned, they were twelve feet. Tall. Oh, yeah. These yeah. aren't like open cauldrons. It's like, yeah, like he said, it's a cross section. Uh, you can see they finish on the top, uh, except yeah. for the one I went over. Well, yeah. Hmm. Wanted to talk to her. Ooh, ooh, I know what I should be able to do. I think I can get here by the tree, right? 15, 20, 25, I've got 30. Or is that on the stairs? Because they're coming down. Let's see. Uh, you could wed. So where did you start? Here. Okay, let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, you you could get there as long as you squeeze through the space of the barrel. It's yeah, been, it's a bit I uncomfortable wanna... and takes you another you know extra piece of movement, but you get there. Yeah, I want to examine this tree. Uh, okay, roll me a nature check. 
Yep, it's a tree. I'm fine, by the way. Matt. Except for the poison wine I'm covered in. I mean, you walked up and, and just took her the hell out. We assumed you're feeling okay. Yeah, no, and I, I nat 20 that I felt deck. better. So, this thing is filled to the brim with... You were taken aback by the force you feel now that you are physically in contact with it. It is filled with so many personalities and varying beings, and you feel a force. A force of woods, a force of beings from here, a force of nature. It's almost suffocating in a way that you didn't know you had sensation to feel when you touch it. Your hand brushes away from it. This thing is a conduit. This tree is no longer just a tree. It was definitely a tree, but it's not a tree anymore. I mean, nature-wise, it's a tree, but that's not what its purpose is. It is not to give root. It is not to make more trees. It is not to produce air or consume anything. Its purpose is to serve as a gateway for something, something very old, something very large, something you don't know what it is. I don't have any kind of vibe like, oh, elemental, oh... Something of spirit, something of nature, oh, something so old that you catch. can't remember exactly what it would be. Kinder catch. Yes, it could be a kinder catch. Can I use any of the force within it as a conduit for my magic? That doesn't seem to be the purpose of it. It doesn't seem to be something wieldable. Okay. You know that this thing is very dangerous if it's left as is, though. Okay. Hmm. Is there a discernible way to gonna kill me, but kill it? It's a tree. Well, it's, yes. It's a magical, powerful, infused tree with many forces of nature, but it is still a tree. This does not mean it's easy to burn. Trees are not easy to burn, no matter how much people may make you think otherwise. Uh, eucalyptus. Are pretty if you poisoned it, it would work. It would take a while. You could cut it completely down, which may be difficult, or you could remove whatever is causing it to be this way. Do I have any idea what that is? No, you do not. Fun. Um, can I, do I have enough of an action to examine her body for anything? Not enough time to loot it, but enough time to look it over. Okay, what has she got on her? What's the skull? That's does she have anything, important. Does she have anything that, like, outlier red flags me as obviously another druid? Uh, she is adorned in a pretty similar way to you, but more feral, as it were. Kay. It is bestial nature. It is things of savagery, teeth, claws, pieces of leather, pieces of blood, dried against her clothing and her hair. She is definitely ill-equipped for combat as a normal individual, but you can recognize herbs on her. Her weapon of choice being a sturdy staff that is adorned with crystals, feathers, beaks. The skull around her neck is tightened and has a few pieces of bone and a few talons surrounding a single large raven skull. I'm going to grab her staff and the skull. You can do that as part of your next turn. Yeah, okay. I do like that Illyria made a beeline to one of the most likely entrances of bad guys. To what? Most likely what? Entrance for more bad guys. Well, yeah, I know, but there's this tree. It's a big it, deal. It, it's okay, the dogger is coming to keep her safe. Uh, yes, and he does move after. Yes, what's up? What's hitting Conrad? Uh, the guys, the guys from the circus. Look, the look down. Scroll down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Three little nerdlingers sitting in a row. I was gonna, I was gonna try and start dealing with that, but it hasn't been my turn yet. 
But yeah, no. Uh, you will move to where Illyria is and then hold action. So if anything attacks her, it attacks first. All right. Faustus. I guess Flaming Sphere would also be good for that, huh? Unfortunately, I don't know if I can make Flaming Sphere occupy the same space as a person. In earlier edition. That, wasn't that kind of the point of it in fourth? And Flaming third. Yeah. An unoccupied space of your choice. Yeah, I can ram it into people, but... Oh, let's see. You can ram it into people's butts. So what are you doing? Just, just get in there. <laughs> Maybe you can uh, drop it in the hypothetical space above one of the uh, things at the bottom of the cellar. <laughs> uh, honestly, I guess those, these aren't really that much of a problem. Yeah, but it's going to take me three different attacks to get through them. Yeah, I'll cast a Ray of Sickness at the first one. You probably just, is that a cantrip? Uh, it's a level one spell. If I shoot cantrips, then I'm doing 1d8 at a time. At least with Ray of Sickness, I do 2d8, and they get poisoned. Faustus just walks up behind Conrad and goes, You owe me thick. <laughs> Points to one of these things, it falls <laughs> over dead. Roll of 19, at plus 8 to hit. And which is that Apologies. the first one? Yeah, the closest one. Okay, that most certainly hits. It's written in the ancient paladin book of no backsies that uh, paladins owe no favors in return for necromantic favors. I do two damage. Especially ones like that. (laughs) (laughs) You make its leaves wilt a bit and it feels like it's got a tummy ache and moves backwards next time. It has to save Khan or get poisoned, though, against 16. (laughs) Sure, one sec. That might do. That's going to do more than damage, apparently. (laughs) You point down the cellar or uh, staircase and keeping you know, one of your hands steady with the other you aim and as you do though there is a bit of a sway with uh, Conrad there and it's really difficult to not hit Conrad and so you have to adjust upwards and you see as one of the upper pieces of twig on one of these uh, needle creatures is hit square on, but only that bit, and as it blackens, it begins to crust on the part of its head, which then it scrapes away with one of its hands, and lowers itself further to the ground in an aggressive posture. Uh, it made it safe. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, at least he's somewhat weakened. He's ten feet, so I can't even take the five-foot step to them. Open this, you get your full movement, full attack. Yeah, well, wait, what's oh. this about? Oh, right, five-foot it, it, step? It, it doesn't take the move. Ac- it doesn't take the move action. I'm, I'm thinking in three point five terms. Don't worry about me. I don't know anything about those. I don't play attention to garbage. Uh, no, I, I do not mean that. I do not know actually know anything about that game whatsoever. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> to anyone who's listening and want, preparing to get in sense, I actually don't know. So you have I just really insulted care. my entire family. You're trying, welcome. I, I was trying to. I, I was remembering the concept of a full attack action. <laughs> okay. Um. So that brings us to Conrad. All right, time to get to work. Step calmly down into the cellar. I guess we're just going to leave you to this. It's the best thing yeah, we can do for you. Like, I mean, you have an axe. They're made of we'll awesome you them down slowly. I, They're made out of points. tree. I have a shield. They can't get past me. Yeah. All right. Uh, swing at the first one for a total of fifteen. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Nine damage. You bring the axe downwards and just cleave this thing in twain. It lowered its body posture, which just means it's easier to sever oh it right goodness. down the middle. Faustus. <laughs> it's like this made it, it perfectly. 
Yeah. Those were the yes. two points that he needed to kill us. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I did the least bit I could. <laughs> but still, the least bit you could to be helpful. But it was helpful. I don't, I don't imagine I can take another little piece of my movement between the two attacks on the extra attack. Uh, you actually can. Damn. Yeah. Everyone has spring attack. Oh. <laughs> this game is built to be streamlined. Well, I'm going to stand on that, man. Just attack hey, the second cool. man. Well, it's like I'm going to move like you off for a moment so I can mark him as dead. All right, there you go. He can stand on him again. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, what should we call Conrad? The Ratchet, maybe? He just slowly tighten him up against the wall. 11 damage. Uh, yeah. You follow forward, and with another, after wrenching out the first one vertically, you just pull it back out and do another overhead chop, and it just severs this one in half again. It breaks against the wall, pieces scattering down and falling against the one at the very bottom. I just scowl and put the shield up in front of me. That's me. All right. <laughs> just look in the cell, there's like 18 more of them. I'll wave, and then you, you just attacks with thorns. Sigh and back up the stairs and wait for them to file up. Light <laughs> <laughs> torch burn the place to I the almost, ground. I almost feel like he wouldn't be getting them single file. He just waited and be like, oh, god damn it, chop. <laughs> pa- Paladins have very little in the in terms of AOE options. <laughs> One second, I'm needing to check something. How many are in that dark room? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Maxis is inventing the new form of math he'll need to calculate the sheer number. <laughs> and hypothetically, there's a there could be a spot where I can just sit and fight one at a time if they keep coming. Yeah, I actually no, because they have um they have thorns, so at least three of them can can get into attack position. Yeah, but if I stay inside the stairwell, you can get hit by no. Uh, depends on what the inner door is. Well, if he backs back up a space or two, then they have to come single file. Whack. Against the wall, Whack. back up a couple steps. <laughs> get, some fu- get some fucking Battle of Thermopylae shit going on. Oh, that was the problem. <laughs> that was the thing that was making you. You shall not pass. Just fucking, uh, you know, this, this this old man with an axe, just with a pile of wood in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> And there's just one large thorn sticking out of his forehead. <laughs> they got me once. <laughs> so, there is a sound of a chain. Ting, 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 ting. Oh, no. From one of the rooms adjacent, you're not exactly certain of the precise coordinates around the loading bay area where you'd seen before, but you hear a very heavy footsteps then, wood and some solid noise, hollow. And then again, stone. You don't see anyone yet, but you hear these noises. However, this is followed by a much stranger noise. Oh boy. That of wood scraping against wood. (laughs) Out of a small hole, maybe four inches across, it was a bit hard to notice against one of the casks, main brewing casks out here, there pours a creature, similar to what you had seen before, composed of twigs and pieces of wood, is quickly followed by another, and another. Oh my fucking and god! And another. And another. You guys can handle And this. another. I'm gonna keep up with this for a while. However, for the, one that, the ones that could actually get into attack range, um, that is two attacks against you, uh, Grove, uh, oh. neither of which hit you easily. Like, there's it's a 10 and an 11. 
but uh as they keep going yeah grove is over there like because that's all he can see when he hear it crawls out he's like uh got got uh actually there would be a couple more since small creatures can stack into stacks so one sec uh that's a 21 to hit jesus christ and that's a 17 to hit what are these uh both those hit i guess this is where i get insta gib for like 30 damage because these are just swarms <laughs> Uh, clearly, that's exactly how much damage these do. 30, you got me. It's a fixed 30 damage. Uh, 4 and 4. Piercing damage. Uh, 4 and 4, that's 8. That's... They push <laughs> forward. <sighs> Sharp twigs darting into your flesh at knee level. It is incredibly painful, and you were not expecting anything of this sort. I'm just going to save myself a ton of time and delete these two stacks. Or wait, they go to a stack, so one second. How many total are there? 24. Actually, 23. Does anybody have AoE? No. Jesus Christ. I have never wanted Fan of Knives more than (laughs) this exact moment. (laughs) They pour free in a torrent, filling the up to about three feet, between two to three feet off the ground with a field of small twigs and pieces of wood. Um, At this point, Grove is just going to see that it goes, Illyrio, we need lots of fire! Um, um, K. Ow, ow, goddammit! You hear footsteps uh, coming from one of the rooms right next to you against stone, leather against stone. It's soft, but then you hear it as wood against stone. The door begins to open, but stops as it brushes into many of these small twig-like figures and finds itself unable to push open further. Let's see. You hear more footsteps. Wood against stone. And you see a man step out of one of the doors nearby. Similarly dressed in hides, torn, pieces of vegetable matter dyeing his face, dirt, blood, Damn it, teeth adorning him. But the thing that's stranger is that he is covered in what seems to be thick flakes that are darkening his skin, darkening his clothes, looking like the bark of a tree. I know that spell. Alright, just came back and there's some sort of flower Jesus over there. He only seems to be able to see Grove from where it is, and I guess only Grove can see him. Hey. He steps forward at first, and then sees Grimhild over beyond her crossbows at the ready. Leave this place! Oh no, he can't see her from here. Oh, okay. Hey, I see that bark skin. We cool, we cool. Or not. (laughs) You need to leave this place. He opens the palm of his hand and raises it up. It is filled with a small, blossoming ball of flame. And... With an underhanded fling, Grove, it is poured at you. Uh, can I see him through the angle? No. That is a real rough angle, and especially since you were aiming towards the... Uh, yeah, I don't really see that as being feasible. <laughs> with yeah, the angle a lot of stuff door. obstructing you. Um, he can't see me, but can I see him? Is a 14 to hit. Uh, no. Okay. That's There's barrels in the way and stairs in the way. <laughs> Grove, that's 14 to hit. Is that against my armor class? Yes. No, that doesn't hit. The ball and bolts of fire sails over your head as you duck down and crashes against one of the barrels next to you, Grimhild. It spins smoldering off to the side, scattering next to one of the other larger casks. I will not ask again. 
<laughs> do I? Okay, was it obviously he was actually aiming at him instead of making a warning shot? Yes. But, Imagine if he just uh, killed him think, right there. I don't think <laughs> he was fair. asking. What asking looks like. To right. them it might be. Anyway. Uh, I tell, I, I do just, I, I look at him. Grimhold, it's your turn. Yeah, give, say, me a, give me a shout if you need me. I'll be killing wood guys. I say, give me a reason, and then I shoot him. <laughs> okay. okay. This is how we have conversations. Sensia. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you communicate in the local dialect. <laughs> Illyria's just going to have a pile of bodies. She's going to have to get like a local necromancer or medium to talk to and figure out what the fuck was going on. I'll, I'll, I'll retort with a witty barb or a barbed wit. Uh, either way, it's a crossbow bolt. Okay, so second crossbow misses. First one probably hits. The offhand attack at one of the little dudes because I assume they don't have any hit points. Oh, and of course I fucking crit that one. Okay, so say so this again. You fired the first one at him and... Yeah, so... What was the first one? Uh, 26 to hit. First That'll hit. The, uh, 26. <laughs> okay. Uh, is he holding anything? Uh, he is also holding a large gnarled staff. It is different in appearance. It seems to be a different wood and with different pieces of animal structures on them. Did it look like it helped him cast that spell or anything like that? Not whatsoever. Okay. What's behind him? Uh, a barrel. There is much, not much other than that. There's tea cattle over this barrel. Would that do any extra damage? Like would he hit his um, head another barrel behind that one? He might fall prone. I don't know how useful that is because he's a ranged dude anyway. Uh, I like the extra damage, but it's I'd rather save it for utility in a second, so I won't use any of my special nonsense. I will install just shoot him. That dude. Uh, so yeah, seven yeah. damage to him, and then... Did you fire at him twice with the other thing? I fired him twice with the main one, and then used the offhand to shoot one of the little dudes. Okay. The little dude takes uh, five damage. So he takes seven, little dude takes five. Okay. Uh, you fire a bolt at him, and it collides, and you can hear... Oh, wait! Shit! Doesn't, don't Stensians crit on a 19 for crossbows? Since werewolves and vampires? Uh, I don't have that thing open, and it's very possible. Maybe, uh, I don't think these are werewolves or vampires. Did you... Or humans. Was hu- yeah, that was my I'm question. Pre- I'm pretty sure it was the, like those three races. Me, sorry to slow it down with this, but I just realized I rolled 19 on that first one. Uh, where the fuck is it? Let's see, Innistrad races. Let's see it. Making attack against a vampire, human, or a werewolf with a crossbow weapon. Okay, so Jeez. he actually takes <laughs> eleven points of damage, not seven. Uh, do you do you double all dice rolled? Uh, yes, you do. Now that I understand that, I would have known after die roll. Can I go ahead and make that a disarming shot for the extra damage? Sure. Okay. God damn it! I wish we had a fuck these. It's gonna shit. be another. 14 damage. Or no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, another 14 damage. So that's... Was 25 total? I think so. That's 8 plus 14. It's 22 cool. plus 3. Yes, 25 damage. And you he hear, drops his weapon. You hear yeah. a splintering noise as you fire this bolt into him. You would think that this was just from his appearance and dermis seeming that of wood. But you can see as you shot that it has broken a corner of his collarbone. Penetrating through as he starts leaking blood and he grasps it. The shock making him loose his weapon, but even then he doesn't seem to care. Grasping with that free hand now to the hole in his collar. You will die. 
Yeah, if anyone needs Conrad, just let me know. <laughs> can, can I just feel like, if you're stealing an evil or something, say it plainly or I'm going to kill you. Repeat that again? If you're, like, stealing an evil or something, say it plainly, otherwise I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I don't know. Three damage enough to kill a little dude? Because that's what I rolled another one. I thought you crit on that one. You, you did. That's five damage to kill a little dude. Did it? Yes. Okay. I don't know which one I was aiming at, because there's so many. Probably one there's of the ones near you. 24 of them! God damn it. Yes. Well, 23. <laughs> we will kill all of those like you. The true evil around here. But I'm like you. And uh, whether or not you have an answer for him, you are very easily, as still watching him, able to just kind of lift up your other crossbow to the side and let a bolt into one of the small things next to you, pinning it against the ground. <laughs> that's, that, that's my answer to bunk. Uh, let's see. I'll do that since for now, because there's two of them in that stack. There's one still up. For fuck's sake. Our, our only real AoE is... Uh... Faustus' flaming sphere. Yeah. I don't have enough room to do the oh. storm. Yeah. We did call... Yep, flaming sphere There was the a lot of terrible shit happening. <laughs> Remind me later to make us all some alchemist fire. Ooh, that'd be good. Now, now what I can do is a lot of damage to one enemy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, that seems to be our weakness, is we are good at killing... But I say, yeah, you, you know what I can do? Just that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can when kill it comes to, from up dead. from up above. You hear a sound of something gliding against wood, Lord. sloughing off onto the ground with a heavy impact. One of the undulating creatures, made of black green vines, collapses to the ground and slithers over to you, Nick. It immediately descends upon you, attempting to enwrap you in these immense vines that it has composed its entire being. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Did, did Grimhild get that crossbow off Cupid? What? Because that little root guy's in love. That is God a... Uh, damn it. <laughs> that takes, the companion cube. <laughs> you take six bludgeoning damage. Oh, oh, but that's not all. And you feel as it surrounds you that you are now wrapped up in its coils. You are oh, now considered no. grappled. Oh no, I've seen this anime. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Nick is the perfect target for this, clearly. Um, Here comes the insanity points. Monster Masume? (laughs) Or the corruption points. Depends on how it's received. With a similar noise, another one falls from above. I guess I should put them on the actual layer they're on. Let's just get rid of her for now. Oh good, it's not too bad. It's just my speed is now zero... Uh, yeah, grappling is not like super awful. Yeah, grappling is really not strong anymore. <laughs> Good. <laughs> a second one lands next to you, falling from above with a large tangling strike. That is a six to hit. <laughs> nope. uh, you easily sidesteps out of the way. The heavy thing falling to the ground with a <laughs> as it begins to undulate back to its full height. Uh, Grove, that's your turn. Um, Which is technically you's turn first. Nah, again, we will hold action until after Illyria. God damn it. <laughs> what? One, I'm sorry! Two, no, I think he's talking about the thing, Axel. Six. Oh. We'll move to the corner, just so I have plenty of range and actually see what the hell is going on. Uh, which is the bigger threat? Yeah, I'm gonna actually try and help Nick. So, shoot this one. Uh, that's one second, Nick. though. 
you stepped away in melee range. Whoops. That's like four attacks. I don't think a three hits. I don't think a three hits. I think a seventeen might. That that's that's almost certainly gonna hit. Does that a fifteen? Hit. No. And I don't think a natural one hits. So no. that's one hit. Can that natural one uh, take away that other hit? You take two piercing damage. Oh, As you fine. step away, you feel a sharp piece of twig stab into the bottom of your boot. It doesn't even penetrate all through the. Le- it doesn't even penetrate all the way to bone or even deep into the flesh. It just penetrates mostly through the leather. Uh, okay. Hmm. So yeah, he'll he'll go back and then for his bonus, actually, he's actually going to hunter's mark this thing because God damn it, do we need Nick oh. to not be making kissy face with whatever the fuck this thing is? Oh, you got hunter's mark too. Yeah. All right, you're a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, rangers can do the thing where they hunt things? I get hunter's mark. No, I'm wondering if I'm actually missing. No, I'm not. Okay, yeah, never mind. Because I did have the opportunity for an AoE spell. I just didn't get it because I didn't think correctly. Uh, but yeah, well, hunter's mark, the one grabbing Nick, um, particularly trying to focus on its coils and like a good way to make it not hit. Are not either, grip so tightly. You could either make a check to separate Nick, or you can make an attack. It's your choice. Uh, what's the check to separate Nick? Uh, it would be a strength check. Uh, then I will just try and kill this damn thing. Roll the twenty plus. So yeah, I'll just attack the thing. I'll try and like aim for an eye or a tin or a coil or something. Sorry, Nick. I'm not getting in melee range with these things. This is dumb. 20 plus 10. 22. Uh, yeah, that certainly hits. Roll 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 5. 14 damage. Uh, okay. You, uh... Oh, sorry, what? No, No, sorry. The cat tried to jump up. I got something after the... You loose an arrow forward uh, after taking a moment to exhale, and with a flash of green, you suddenly know much about how this vine creature is constructed, at least. You know where to shoot, you know when to pause, you know when to breathe. You ready your arrow and take another deep breath and then let it go. It sails with air with a... You hear it get caught amongst the coils, a wet plant noise. But it rides back and you can see many of the coils severed not not enough to free nick he is firmly entrenched in this thing's body made entirely of these but it is certainly enough that it is seems injured and then can you see me attack uh let's see um is it see you or can he see who you attacked that's the question uh let's read what it says it's an important parlance yeah how can grossy to attack actually that's a good point. Well, um, then I would have. I'll, I'll actually just fix that. Then I'll move here. Okay, great. Then the yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that catch, uh, Kevin. Oh, sure. Okay, and then I'm guessing you can see attack. Correct. In that case, so advantage because of Nick. D20 plus. This is, there's so much shit going on. Seven, seven, twenty-five. To yep, hit. that'll hit. Plus five. Okay, and then that's 12 damage, and they need to make a 11 check or get knocked prone. How does a snake get proned? So, uh, you jumps up, tearing into this vine creature. His mouth just starts biting at what at first seems to be doing practically nothing. A dog biting at spurts of water. It missed. 
really not much of anything, but you can see as each bite gets progressively closer, it rips a tendril here, rips a tendril here, until it's going further into the core of it where there seems to be larger things. And you can feel, Nick, as the bonds on you begin relaxing, as the thing begins slumping to the ground, now a little more than thick tendrils. Okay. Let's see. That brings us to... Uh, Conrad, not your turn. Um, huh? No. Oh, everything that's going to punch you in the, the face. <laughs> One steps forward onto the now fallen body of its twin and oh, levies no, a, a little a bit deep, of a circle there. A deep punch at you. Uh, <laughs> how does the six do to him? It doesn't. <laughs> well, okay. Well. <laughs> I bet there's like fucking ten of those in there. God damn this! How does a natural one hit? Huh? Hot shot. Less than that. <laughs> See, people, this is what it's like to die to elf ball. Fuck it, it sucks. A tra- this corridor seems more needle than it does seem dirt at this point. As they spray outwards, use your shield to deflect most of what they bring at you, and really, what little they get through doesn't seem to penetrate your armor at all. Let's yell up. Faustus, is there things worth my time up there? Uh, it depends, Conrad. How are you with swarms of things? <sighs> More swarms, eh? It's alright. Just hold that door, please. Anyone important up there? <laughs> Unfortunately, Faustus, my class is ill-equipped to deal with this particular strategy. <laughs> uh, Nick, it's your turn. Speaking of people ill-equipped to deal with this particular strategy, uh question yeah what's up are the stairs like can i move like that yes Yes, you can okay and now if i move here do the guys to my next story and though they do not get advantage or uh tax of opportunity okay so that's that's 10 feet so far so are there kind of walls on the sides of the staircase it looks like that's what might be shown there they're guardrails so you don't just slip off and fall straight into one of these vats like nick did earlier 20 25. Yeah, kids at home. Don't do what Nick did. Um, what Nick did? You, however, would also be on the upper story rather than under that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think. Um, oh, dude, just do you have acrobatics or something? Probably. Yeah, I have acrobatics. What? Can you, like, hook your feet into the guardrail and flip over the balcony and stab him in the head? That's what I'm, try- I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to figure out. I think I'm going to have to. Wait, where'd I go? Oh, on the upper okay. <laughs> so I couldn't actually see you. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm trying to figure out... Dude, just brute strength this barrel and crush like half these little fucks. No, I'm... Tr- this to me seems like a way too many for us to be intended to fight. Got it? Like, like, I'm thinking kill him, maybe they'll stop. So I'm trying to figure out an angle where I can get a sneak attack off on him. Um... Okay, this is what I have to do. Um, going to go to. Uh, I have to use my dash, uh, but I'm going to sure. go to here, either there or there, whichever one lets me get an angle on him. Sure, one sec. I should actually reveal that. Um, yeah, it'd be the topmost one. Okay, and I'm going to try to murder him with a throwing knife or with a dagger. Sure. Uh, so let's let's see how that goes. I'm going to spend inspiration on on, or do I have to? Like, do I have to do something cool in order to use it? So, it's probably you, cool. You well, yeah, it but... You use it whenever. What you do is you make the roll. If uh-huh. you if you, know, you don't get to know if it succeeds or what yet. Uh-huh. 
And then if you think it's going to succeed, you don't have to spend it. If you don't think it's going to succeed, then you spend it. But I don't tell you the answer before you spend it. Oh, so I don't know his AC, but I know if I rolled shitty and can Correct. choose to. Okay. Yeah, because he's going going to uh, you know sprint up the stairs, uh, round the corner, and try to get a dagger through the through the uh, railings into this dude's dome piece. Uh, so, man, I really want this to work so Nick can be the big fucking hero after like all this stupid shit he's had to do. Um, that hits most things. Yeah, I'm gonna keep that. Uh, yeah, they'll hit, and also he. Didn't really realize where you were, so that is sneak attack. Uh, it's sneak attack anyway, because I don't have anybody near me because of duelist. Um, oh, okay. does it work on range attacks for duelist? It doesn't say it doesn't. So that, that's what I was looking up before, whether it's, I was looking up something for my sneak attack. Well, fuck, it, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Wait, you can be a sniper duelist if you, <laughs> if it's, you wanted to? It's, duelist adds an additional condition under which I can sneak attack that says as long as there's no one near me. I get some this sneak attack. Like as long as there's not an enemy within you know five feet of me. So Oh fucking K man. <laughs> yeah. So that is a D four plus four plus three D six. Are his daggers soaked in poison? <laughs> no. No. I mean they were in his jacket or in his, you know, like waistcoat or whatever, but yeah, they're probably it was not. Mostly as... your front bit of Yeah, be- because my arm it. my arm literally like caved in the vat and dunked my rapier. So yeah. Um right, so does, where where were you trying to hit him with this? Uh I'm trying I'm trying to hit him in the in the neck. Unless it kills him, I doubt it hits him in the neck. You know, probably in the shoulder, maybe in the hole that uh that uh Grimhilda's shot hit earlier. As you lean over the side and you set the dagger into motion, as it begins spinning through the air, you hear the as it slices along the entire back of his neck, you see a wedge come out as his head lolls forward and he falls to his knees. He doesn't seem to be moving. We just keep killing people that I need to like have a five second conversation with. He, there are literally dozens of things trying to get <laughs> us right now. We had a conversation that was, I'm going to kill all you nerds. <laughs> but he didn't see me, another druid. Could have been different. Hilarious, <laughs> uh, no, no, your no. turn. In fact, you can make a case for the lady because we never let her fucking talk before Nick just murked her. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but this dude... This dude was like, yeah, it's like it's like Josh says. He's like, no, I'm gonna kill all you people. You know, break Hilarious the machines. All of you people. Is her staff still there? I mean, it's under that statement, but is her yeah. staff there? Uh, yeah. Totally grabbing grab that. It away, but... I'm gonna okay. grab it because it's probably vaguely important ish. And I'll come here. Yeah, those things probably don't like fire, right? It seems like normal to think. I'll do produce flame and then toss it at him. All right. So you hold out your hand, opening palm up, and there's a small burst of flame as it begins roaring upwards, a small torch inside, smokeless flame. Um, Throwing it at anything in particular? Right? Uh, Correct, if it's just a ranged attack. It's a ranged attack, but I don't think I could use, like, my magic on it, so... Does it call it a ranged spell attack, or does it call it a ranged attack? Uh, Although doing it's a ranged attack, 
1d8 fire damage. Okay, what is my dex even? Plus 2. Ooh, 15 to hit one of these things. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. 8 fire damage. Uh, you fling this forward. There's not too much room to rally your arm around, but you lob it. And as it courses and sails over one of them, it collides into its face, and there's not even a moment before it just engulfs it in a small wisp of flame. It seems seems like it would be grand were it something large, but as it is, it just alights and collapses and is no more. It seems like, because these things are piled on each other, that should be able to take, like, two of them out. Uh, It's still not particularly AoE. It's not a splashy flame. It's the poor representation of the size. It's more like having two rats beside each other than two people. Fine. As it were. It's a a five-foot space with things that are, like, a foot wide in them. Some of them are wedged into bits, but still, like, they're not, like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's about all I can do. It's fine. You'll have a meat shield in front of you in a second. I mean, I've got a good one behind me, so... All right. We've got lots of meat shields. No, you... Oh, yes, technically you, yes. That's all he's doing. He's going to move here in the same thing. Any that approaches, he attacks. Sure. Faustus. Uh, Does you cause an attack of opportunity? No, he stepped into range. He didn't step out of range. I mean, Um, Wait, he did step out of range of the other thing. Actually, I have some important things to do. Firstly, I realized this in retrospect. Excuse me. Uh, he would not, but you would. Not what? you. Illyria would. <laughs> Why? They have reach. Oh, god damn these things. Well then, uh, yeah. That would have missed, so it wouldn't have changed anything. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you follows along. It gets one reaction, so it doesn't get to you. I'm we're a good. dog. <laughs> Everything's good. I fuck up from time to time. This is a thing. You should get used to it. Um, okay. So Faustus... Alright, so I guess my first question is, where is the door? The bar door. Uh, it is open. right next it is right next to the dog. Okay, but where is the actual door now? The door is mostly lifted off its hinges. It was barred into place, the bar was moved, so it's probably a bit outside lying open? down. The dog's probably standing on it, honestly. Well the bar was lifted, but I thought it was just opened after that. No. Like was, the bar was... was so strong I kicked the hinges out. Correct. The door was collapsed so they could lift the bar. Okay. How big is the door? Uh, it's large. It's not the biggest door. It's, uh, you know, taller than you. I mean, taller than any of you guys. You were able to fit through the doorway without ducking. Um, slightly wider. It's, it's an interior door, so it's not quite as sturdy and it's not quite as solid. It's a lighter wood, but it's still big. All right. Well, okay. So there's basically two choke points right now from west to east in this room. Uh, yeah, there's the there's weird areas intact. between casts and stairs, correct. All you right, cannot then, fit through the stair cavity, so those are the two big choke points. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere and uh, drop it on that barrel. The barrel's in front of you. Right here? Okay, yeah. yeah. Alright. So, leaning out from the side with the now open doorway, you managed to just indicate with your hand after a few swirling motions more red pouring out of your... I guess Bell, since that's the thing you're using as the focus for this, correct? Yeah. As you shake it, there's less of a chime and more of just a flow of the color red as it pours outwards, but not to anything. It just pours down as once again the flame blossoms into place with another loud... I didn't do it justice, but still. (laughs) That's better. So yeah, I'm going to basically maintain it there, and I guess I'll, I'll hit... 
I'll knock it up against one of them. Sure. Um, let me make it save. Nope, it failed. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to save you some time. You can't roll low enough, it won't die. Okay, and I guess kind of the goal there is to lock up that choke point so that they can't get through that one. Which one did you bump it up against? Up or down? Uh, the one right? in the stack that's already wounded just to make it easy. Great, I'm just going to get rid of it. There we go. <laughs> Alright, and what's the range on it ending turns there? Uh, within five feet, so anyone who enters turn adjacent feet. takes the save. Sure. Um, Alright, uh, Conrad. Um... <laughs> I guess I'm just going to keep fighting down here. Okay. Uh, that's 11 damage on the first one. Uh, did you need to roll the hit first. I got I got like 21. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yes, that works. <laughs> Once again, you bring your axe forward, and this has become obnoxiously common now. <laughs> it splits in half, and you just step before it's even done falling. You're Max, too I can to see these. the little bit of circle above the next guy. <laughs> see, the nice, the nice thing about wood is it hits twice. Once when you cut it, once when you burn it. No, no, no. Walk up, hit the next guy. <laughs> Walk up, hit the next guy. Hey, Max. Yeah, what's up? Don't forget the one to the right of the fireball has one less in its stack because of me. Correct. It's a 14 hit. Yes, it does. Sweet. Uh, nine, nine damage this time. Okay. For the first time in a while, you have not instantly killed it. Good. Good. You bring your axe forward and bury it through one of its arms. It shatters in half, but it doesn't seem to carry all the way through its torso. Man, too bad your horse can't help you. That would be awesome. Horse is hanging out. He just shouts the, horse is, he just the horse is outside fighting another 12 dozen of them. <laughs> Hey, the horse is actually just flanked over here and is just like, like stomping them all to death. I shout from the shout out from the cellar. If you need me, I'm still down here. <laughs> uh, just let me know. Cat, this hurts my legs. All right, you see another man step through the doorway with heavy footsteps. Oh man, I can't wait for this we one to die off. before I move through. <laughs> now. He moves with a cold authority, each step heavy. He moves with purpose, not running, not sprinting, just carefully walking. He doesn't seem surprised when he enters and sees the man next to him dead. He steps over to him and places a hand against him. This man is taller, darker hair. He has a large beard that consumes most of his face and a single scar that goes through one of his eyes. What remains of his eye underneath is a off-white Milky, yellow. He looks up and doesn't say anything. He points forward. Uh, I am going to need you all to... One sec. It is difficult for me to have the information of every spell up at one time. Uh, I'm going to need every one of you in that line to make a dexterity saving throw. That includes his own dudes, right? That does include his own dudes. Who's this dude? Dex saving throw? Yeah, I'm good at Dex those. Dex saving throw. Ooh, I'm bad at those. <laughs> what am I doing? Dex saving dex throw. Dex saving throw or get hit by lightning is what I believe is about to happen. Oh, he's I'm... Wait, did he make a giant storm in here or something? No, it's about to come out of his hey, fucking lightning. finger. I want to know he what sh- spell he has lightning. that. I want it. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. No, it's not called lightning. It's just... 
It's just lightning bolt. <laughs> I have to look into that. 21. 16. 4. <laughs> oh no. I have hit points. I'm probably okay. I'm gonna fucking kill this dude though. <laughs> Although I am out of superiority dice. Uh, and for you, what did you get? Oh, right. He's got to make this. Does the have proficiency or uh, saving advantage? You don't have advantage on saving throws by default. You have proficiency. Uh, familiars and pets do sometimes, too, so they don't get instant nuked by AoE constantly. Uh, add my proficiency bonus to all of its saving throws. So what's its dex? Did you, did you roll twice for your saving throw, Travis? You only roll once. The first, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. If it that's fine. It burped. I don't think it changes anything. Um, what the fuck? Where are you, doggo? There we go. Dex plus two plus three slash roll twenty plus five fourteen. <laughs> Sorry, Faustus. You don't get the cool counter spell. You could just be like, "You shouldn't have blocked the door." I could have stopped that. Kind of hook it so I can try and develop. Okay. Let's send it back. Uh, so let's see. So, uh, Grimhild, you take 26 lightning, uh, lightning damage. It's actually lightning, Jesus. not lightning. Uh, the rest of you take 13. Yeah, like lightning bolt in this one isn't one of those, like, variable spells. It just does fucking 8d6. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna absorb elements. Uh, <laughs> sure. So uh, use your reaction. What else, how does that else work? Do you just reduce oh, the bias amount? Incoming energy lessening its effects on you and storing it for your next melee attack. You have resistance to the trigger damage type until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit with melee attack on your next turn, the target takes extra 1d6 type damage at the spells in. When you cast as a second layer or higher, you add an extra d6. So, so that cast makes you take 7 damage? 2d6. 7 damage there. Okay. Good, that because keeps me from dying. <laughs> As he lowers his finger, you can see in his other hand there is a staff. Like all of them, he's carried a staff, but this one is much larger, and it almost radiates darkness. Not in the sense of that it is emanating a pure blackness, but moreover that the light around it is being sucked in. Almost like a mist as it fades out, as it touches the wood of this staff. There's a tangled mass of what seems to be twigs, vines, thorns around one of the ends of it, filled with small red gems, rounded. He doesn't say anything. His face doesn't change. But he points a finger, and from it comes a torrent of blue electricity that surges forward through all of you. It ends but a moment later, but you can feel it as the line begins smoking. The creatures of twig in front of him have fallen apart. The body of his compatriot has been licked and burned from the course of it, but he does not say anything. I want to know how that guy knows Lightning Bolt, because it's not a druid spell. Because he's probably evil warlock, multi-class. <laughs> he, he never said anything about being a druid. He never said yeah. anything at all. <laughs> I was about to say, that's <laughs> I'm not just a saying, really good they, person. They're kind of doing the MO of the druid thing. E- e- either that, or his circle is like, you know, circle of the fucked up evil Luddite weirdo <laughs> druids. <laughs> I was going to say, this is... Or if this is the demo of the druid thing, then I'm going to have to kill you and Faustus. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. The only way he can have lightning bolt is if he's a druid of the mountain. Might be. Maybe. maybe. Do you realize what Stencia is? So maybe yes, he's I'm pissed an NPC. I can't get the spell. <laughs> maybe, he's in, maybe he's in the circle of fucking wine poisoning. Who knows? <laughs> 
I want lightning oh, bolt. Oh, you caught him. That's the real gimmick. This is the entire. <laughs> this is the group meeting. Yo, fuck <laughs> that entire circle. <laughs> That'd be great. Evil Dionysus. <laughs> the creature's not completely torn asunder by this crack of thunder and cra- electricity. Begin surging around any available opening they see fit. Unable to really process too much thought, you see as one of them courses up and just begins bumping into the side of this flaming sphere, seeing it as nothing really physical. It instantly incinerates. Bunk. <laughs> Another one, still standing adjacent to it, but now seeing a better target, lashes out at you. The, the dog, not someone. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh, wait. Does that I, I... trigger its attack of opportunity? Because I said anything that comes near... Uh... <laughs> That it's not Conrad. near Lyria yet, but there is another one that will. So okay, that's fine. I call uh, for Conrad. So I can use on first. Does a thirteen hit? It does not. Cool. Oh, and the other one ran away from that dude. Seven. Oh, he's so gonna die now. Let's see. It ends its turn there, and it dies <laughs> because it's next to the flame. This guy's a little smarter that we kept. Is it ends its movement or ends its turn? Because it might ends, have died before it attacked. Uh, ends its turn. That was what okay. I heard. Um, yeah, flaming sphere triggers at end of turn if you're still adjacent. The rest of them course around the other side. One, uh, two of them ending up near Lyria, but you has an attack, uh, his held attack. Plus five. Well, oh, because it's near other people. Twenty-three. But uh, yeah, that'll hit. Oop. Nine. I don't think he can't do enough damage that it wouldn't instantly kill them. Tastes like garbage. He simply bites down on one without much difficulty whatsoever. It snaps in half like the twig it is. I'm curious. Because that is two creatures, do they both trigger it? You only get one no. reaction. He only okay. gets one. And it's not even a reaction, technically. It's him holding his action, but gotcha. he still only has one attack. Um, however, one of the others is going to attempt to lash out Illyria, and that's a 10. <laughs> I, nope. I don't think, yep. I am actually tougher than that. One of the other ones moves over by Grimhild, the stack of two. That's a seven and a three. They both hit. Oh gosh, they're really good at this now. <laughs> um, and yes, the rest just continue coursing around these wine caskets, but they don't seem to be able to make any headway. Uh, okay, that brings us to... Let's see. As a tactical note, I can drop the concentration at any time, guys, so just let me know if you need the sphere out of the way. Now the horde of twigs having moved out of the way. Oh, Jesus, another fucking... Oh, God. Ah, oh, creepy druid lady. Well, maybe. <laughs> the woman who steps out. Hair up in a bun, carefully held in place with a few pins made of bone and a claw on the top. Her face is more carefully made up than some of the ragtag of the others, but is held with a makeup that has it shaped like a skull. The bottom of the teeth caressing against the bottom of her her chin. Her clothes are simpler, but still hide. Less torn. She's more careful. Around her neck, there is a, a choker with a single large blue gem at it. Embroidered with what seems to be long, a thin rope made of some metal. She steps forward, moving to where she heard the most commotion come from, and sees the large flaming ball, and her eyes go wide. She turns to face the other side, sees the man next to her. Goltha, he just nods, and she doesn't have much time to say anything else. She turns back around, and produces a ball flame in her hand. And 
seeing what she can of you, attempts to fling it over the ball. Who has to have cover? He does. I was about okay. to actually check those rules. I'm not even kidding. Uh, <laughs> one sec here. Is that just disadvantage on the attack? Is that a flat number? Where is cover? The things you have to learn. Cover. Um, it depends on if it's half, three quarters, or total. This is half. Uh, plus two to AC and dex throws. Okay, cool. Uh, that is a 16 to hit with plus two to his AC. Travis? For he, you. He's fine. Okay. Uh, she flings the ball with decent accuracy, but uncertainly able to hit between the flaming ball and the staircase. It collides into the ball of fire, which it just enters and doesn't leave. The ball flowing around it as if water when something enters, rippling. And that brings us to Grimhild. Okay, so if I... These guys would get a tax opportunity if I tried to get Move. past them, right? Yeah. Yes, so, but they also are very tiny. I don't have a ton of hit points. So what I'm going to do... Hey, Conrad, your assistance would be welcome. And then... Uh, <laughs> you got it. I'm just going to dump on that dude who lightning bolt me lightning more than half of my remaining hit points. Um, Conrad, stay down in the basement. Total hit points. What do you mean, stay down in the basement? Are there no more? Of course there's more, but there's more there, too! Does a 12 hit him? Uh, it does not. Damn it. Okay. Uh, I'm missing an 18 and 17 do? They do. Yes, you were the only thing keeping us from the last pincer attack of our lives. These things are utterly unintimidating, Faustus. <laughs> Move your ball down here if you have to. And that's when I only these do 10 points of damage this time. You hear the loud thunk as it enters his flesh, but you can see it catch against the barky surface of his skin. He doesn't flinch. Doesn't even seem to acknowledge it. Is that a DR thing or a temporary hit points thing? Them twice. Neither. It's flavor. Oh, okay. Sorry. I heard lightning up there. Was it all lightning? <laughs> It was not. I'm coming up. <laughs> he has healing and good single target damage. I would like him up here. Oh, boy. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's all I got. Do you move? Oh, you don't want to move because of that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Does it look like he's going to do lightning bolt again? Uh, you can't tell. Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> no, <laughs> can you <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> um, Are you sure he can? Well, you're right. He really just used it right now in between turns to hit you. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, yes, will, I can. I will move here. I'll take an attack from the single one. Sure. Because I'm moving out of his space. Uh, if that gives me cover from the dude. Uh, it will. Uh, and that's a natural okay. one for it to hit you. So, you're good. Is that weird? Snakey dude's still alive? Yes. Yes. One of them. The other one died. <laughs> okay, maybe I didn't want to do that. You step Never. forward away from the wall, and one of the small twigs attempts to jab against you and doesn't even really manage to move properly and just trips over and falls down. Uh, let's see. The large mass of vines, however... Was there a door to the basement? Yeah. It's the staircase... Well, there's a door at the bottom of the basement that is now open. Um, and uh, the staircase where you are next to is the way to get down to the basement. There was not a door blocking where Conrad is, though. Okay. <laughs> Um, the large vine creature, however, once again sloughs over to your direction, Grimhild, mm -hmm. and attempts to move its mass into you. 
uh, and rolled a nine to do so. So that doesn't hit. Fuck. Okay. You, you can feel blood. You can feel bludgeoning force, and you can you raise up an arm and catch against it, and it. You can feel it pushing against your feet, which then you square against the ground. But it doesn't move you from your position, and your own strength seems to combat it quite well. Okay. Uh, Grove, it's your turn. Um, did I say uh, you went before or after Grove? Uh, you said before. Okay, just making sure. Uh, yeah, he will continue to do his job, because he's a good dog. Um, god damn, I hope this fucking works. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, can someone get this goddamn ball out of the way? Yes, there, someone can do that, yes. <laughs> yeah, it'll cost me a free attack next turn, but poof. And then, we're gonna Hunter's Mark the guy focusing on his dumb fucking white milky eyeball. <laughs> sure, you can shift it over to that. Uh, and you just then... Ref- you refocus, turning to face him. You watch as his eye is still, his breathing calm. Yeah, there's, there's probably some cover going on there, so that's a good thing. You can tell just from looking at him and watching his motions and the way he acts that he is one of the type of people you have encountered before. The old people that survive here. The people who know how to hunt. But you know how to hunt, too. I hope to God I can. And then, well, uh, he's going to grab his dagger and channel the lightning in it and just goes a gift from home, and then we'll chuck it at that guy's eyeball. Is it a melee attack you need to do? It says, I looked it up, a thrown attack counts as a melee attack. Oh my god, okay, so that explains why it works for sneak attack. Okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, offhand attacks, but yes. No, I can... I can or whatever it is. If, I, if I have a bow, I can sneak attack. No, I, I remembered that, but you you mentioned a different thing with, like, offhand or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> that, that's, that's a duelist thing, but yeah. Please? No. Sweet three. Oh, you'd, oh, well. have a, you'd, have, you'd have a diss at anyway, because you're a little too far from him. Uh, only 20 feet is the range for a dagger. That is true. I mean, you can throw it up to 60, but you have, dis- but you have disadvantage past 20. That's fine. Yeah. This is where the natural one comes in, right? Oh, oh that hurts oh. even worse! Oh, that hurts no. even worse! <laughs> Wait, why'd you roll a second time? Because disadvantage, Cause I disadvantage. have to take the lower of the two. Oh my god! <laughs> but he did a natural one. <laughs> Oh, it hurts! Oh, uh, <laughs> inspiration. It hurts so good. If he, if he takes inspiration, you that after you roll, so you would just take the first die roll. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yes, he I would know. take that three. No. Um, <laughs> I missed. it. I tried to do a cool some force, thing. and as it impacts into like the corner of his shoulder, you see how it just kind of slumps. You hear the crackling of bark. And it rolls down his arm. He stops it with one of his hands. The free one. He looks to it for a moment and looks back to you. Expression unchanged. Shrug. I don't have anything to do. I'm almost fucking dead. Uh, alright, Conrad. This <laughs> lady's about to get dunked on. Oh, did I? Did I get skipped? Nick is not gone this round. <laughs> uh, Nick doesn't go yet. I have this good list here. I kept it well this time. Okay. I thought... But what? I, I, I Conrad goes on... I'm not talking yeah, about Conrad. Goes... I'm talking to Conrad. Oh, oh, I get hit now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you people don't. I didn't have time to explain. My bad. Hit me. Okay. You, you probably don't so, get hit. So, one of the needle creatures next to you once again just drives a fist up towards you in this comedy of errors and gets a 19. That hits. Okay. <laughs> For once. This just became a lot less funny. It does four damage. It does one damage. <laughs> 
just got funny again. <laughs> <laughs> I go it's down this... from 47 to 46. <laughs> its fist collides into your side, and you can feel the metal just take it. You feel like some poor strength individual just punched you out of armor. You were hit harder in training. You're not really sure how to feel about this. Stellar. The best. You see, even through the doorway, another one attempting to be there. So, so wait. Oh, it, it attempts to fling uh, some thorns through with just worming its hand out the side and slapping them forward. Uh, but that adds, you get two extra to your AC, and that's a nine. So what, what you, when you said you weren't good with dealing with swarms, what you really meant was you were the best at dealing with swarms hands down of anyone in the party. <laughs> I'm, good at be, I'm good at being dealt with by swarms. Yeah, that's what we need is endurance. <laughs> I, I'll have uh, that no matter where I am on the battlefield. <laughs> the spray I was doing really good at that until I got hit by a lightning bolt. Um, all right, so now, Nick... <laughs> Believe me, I kept it right this time for once. I made other errors, but not initiative. No, no, I just, like, like, like you paused yeah, after you no. said Congress. No, I understand I you. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just letting you know. You were, you were <laughs> correct. All right. Um, I, I know that feeling, Grimhild. I, I got shocked by a door once. Okay, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nick is going to. Uh, he's gonna take five, six, five feet to uh, hop onto this barrel, which I'll just put myself down here for. Uh... <laughs> okay, you're out there now, and you landed outside. Excellent trick. <laughs> uh, and then he is going to basically plunge onto the uh, lady, who it looks relatively more well kept. Um, I guess I'll end up here probably. And, uh, yeah, that'd probably make sense. And they'll give you sweet cover versus cover from the bolts. dude. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he will swing twice. I'll go with the uh, here first as usual. Probably hits. Oh well, in case this kills her, it won't. But just uh, ideas. That does damage. The old unnatural twenty. Yeah, so it's one d eight, three d six, uh, eighteen. That's a lot of damage. Hmm not too far off that first hit you got on the first one. So how does he uh, it's, it's not intense acrobatics but how does he do this? Uh, basically since um, the top of the, tops of the barrels were described as being relatively level with the yeah, with yeah. the top he just uh, does a you know grabs onto the railing with one hand and just hops over uh, you know the foot or so down to the top of the barrel uh, and Basically, that's kind of awkward because the way the barrel is, I guess he couldn't, like, plunging attack or he'd end up, like, here if he did that. But, uh, so he just kind of lands down and uh, kind of edges around the side and just kind of, you know, stabs at her with the rapier. Alright, as you slide down in between, the rapier makes a deep gash that goes down her back, nearly hitting her spine but missing it. You feel it go through soft tissue, and she recoils. The blade has a harder time going through, and you can see that it's catching against her skin as if it was much more solid than it has any right to be. But it seems to have done quite something to her. She makes a deep... (laughs) and turns to face you, wincing in pain. Strong, strong tactic though. Circling counterclockwise around a cylindrical object is advantageous for the right-handed. 
uh, he uh, holds out the uh, the short sword, the sword breaker. Uh, it's like next one's going to the neck, and unless she makes some sort of uh, you know attempt at talking, yeah, he'll <laughs> unless she surrenders as a free action. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he'll he'll go after her again. So she only attempts to at all step away, which she can't even do till her turn properly. So yeah, that works. But it's just to be six. Uh, yeah, that. In the act of her stepping away, even if she didn't completely move outside the reach of your sword, as you swing to the side, you can't really get great maneuver across her front, cutting a small hole in her dress and another thin gash across her front. Yield. She hisses, backing up slightly. Um, Illyria, it's your turn. Yes, I'm looking up because I get bonus damage now that I'm five. But I'm going to thorn whip, grab her, and drag her back ten feet. Okay. But I need to look up what the bonus damage at level five is all. Oh, uh, I don't get an attack of opportunity in this uh, edition. That might help that as well correct. as me. Oh. No, I don't, yeah. Does the doggo get one because it comes to his face? Uh, since he saved his turn, actually, yes. Well, no, because it's not next to Illyria. Right. But so, never mind. I'm, I'm not sure if it works the same way, but... Most often, when you delay like that, you have to set a condition, and so since this condition was yeah, so that's, that's exactly so that's why it wouldn't trigger. I realized that a moment later, so yeah, unfortunately. Down to T, okay, increases by one d six. Okay, so I'm at two d six. So I'm gonna thorn whip her. Well, okay. Question: Nick will ask, do you think she it's worth grabbing her or the far dude? Because I can grab either of them. Um, uh, I could grab him and do damage and drag him. Um, try to take out one. Oh, that was my question: is finish one or hurt both? He feels a tad more blasty, and yeah. having him in line of sight of Faustus to counterspell war is probably the best idea. Plus, um, yeah, yeah not getting, only that, I'm getting ready to move out there. So, not only that, but um, we might. It, like, if possible, she, you know, since she's kind of relatively cleaned up, she might not be completely associated with these guys, or she might be manipulating them or controlling them. Like, if I'm any one of these people should have be kept alive, it's probably her. Yeah, so it's just, probably talky lady and not blasty person. Yeah, so just just take care of uh, blasty. That's cool. I will grab her with the whip, do 2d6 damage, Him. and drag her 10 feet towards me. So you're targeting her? Yes. Him. Him? This is the person that's so. This is the talky person. This is the blasty person. We were saying go after. We're both good radio and real tactics. I'm needing a decision right now. (laughs) No, I'm like, tell me who to hit, and I'll do it. I think the consensus was the dude. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm against it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Fine. I will drag him ten feet closer to me and to dude. And okay. Well, you need a roll to hit first. What is? What do I even roll to hit with that? Is it a spell attack? Is it spell? Okay, well, that's not too bad. A natural 20. Not a natural 20, but a 20. Yes. Um, you lash outwards, another current of green coming off your arm in a quick motion, and you see as it wraps around that uh, man away from you, you make a quick yank back, and he looks for the first time intrigued, his head tilted to the side, a first different expression you've seen since he emerged from the doorway. You yank towards you. You can feel as the vine moves with you, tearing as the thorns from it rip into his flesh. 
he is pulled forward roughly. He moves only to brace himself, but still watching you with the one careful eye. I don't suppose you have anything for bonus action? I don't think any of my good ones are bonus actions. All right, then. I, I can turn my flame to blade, my blade to flame, but that seems kind of meh. So yeah, I don't have a bonus action. And I do seven damage to him. All right, then. Faustus. Kevin? All right. Uh, Faustus is going to start by moving up past the dog. Does that provoke an attack? No. Well, actually, yes, I guess, but one sec. Sure. It's not going to be a particularly dangerous attack, I promise you. Yeah, that's a... 20! That's a three! (laughs) Okay. It once... Another one attempts to make a kind of lunging stab as you step around you, but uh, it kind of gets tangled up around the dog's legs and just kind of falls to the ground, attempting to wiggle back up. All right, uh, then he's going to cast Ray of Sickness at the uh, wounded woman. Okay. Four. Uh, let's see. Probably not enough. Yeah, 12. She pushes herself to the side as she sees you begin raising your hand, recognizing a spell user before you have a chance to launch off the sickly green beam. It courses up the side of the barrel. The barrel withering and aging to a gray what lev- whatever life was left in that wood not even at all anymore um, she's mostly fallen to the ground but not quite prone just looking between everyone like a cornered cat but taking strength when she looks up to the man standing next to her no comment alright that brings us to Conrad Conrad's going to slowly, slowly hustle up the stairs turning you can attack before moving I don't want to oh okay does a 12 hit? Uh, no, it does not. <laughs> Great. As I come up the stairs, I just shout out, which one? Larry's like, points him! Swarm on the left, caster's on the right. Witch caster! The boy! The dude! They might be a witch caster. They're right. The woman. So it, was, it was 10 feet to get up this far. Uh, one. It's actually five squares. Uh, if you're looking at the direct comparison, one, two... I, no. I assume the break point is the same as the break point up there. Uh, the break point is exactly like once you leave the break point, you're standing exactly where you would be. Oh, okay. I'm looking oh, at the comparative map locations, and that's how it lines up. Well, so, either way, I'll come to here, and I will use a bonus action to cast a new spell, Misty Step. Nice. <laughs> I just sort of, I sort of walk over in a huff and whisper, "Avacyn, deliver me," and disappear in a puff of smoke and angel feathers. Brilliant white smoke. And I'm over here by these guys now. And I drop the shield and grab onto the axe with both hands. All right. Going to swing at the dude. 24 to hit. How did you move, cast, and attack? Uh, it's a bonus, bonus action. action, bonus action. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> Misty step is a bonus action, yeah. Yeah, a lot. Really nice. Did you take 24? Yep. That'll hit. Okay. And this time I'm doing a D10 of damage. Or 13 damage on the dude. You step you through. Your full attack. I'm just waiting to see what happens here. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, as you step up from the attic, uh, the basement, excuse me, barely giving any attention to the thing scraping at your armor behind you, you half of you think through realities as you pass through white flaring in front of this man and from back where you were. And as you come to face him, there's little time given before you bring this axe forward down against him. It sinks heavy against him. You can feel it cut into muscle, 
but the strength of this muscle and the sturdiness of his skin was something you didn't quite expect, and he doesn't seem to shift much, enough to push back against you with his body density, and he sets a hand against the handle of your axe to try and prevent it from going in further. All right. Going to try and wrench the axe from him and bring the axe down on him again. Go for it. That is a 26 to hit. That will also hit. For another 12 damage. That cuts deep into his torso. This time, he doesn't push quite as well against it, and you can feel his knees not give out, but bend as he starts sinking to the ground, but puts a hand against the barrel next to him and steadies himself. Dude, he's taking 32 damage. That's all I've got for the round. My AC is at 16. That's all. Like, it was not a lot. (laughs) Oh my, my, you have the same AC as me now. Ew. (laughs) Yes. And I just got one foot standing on my shield so no one can just yank it from me like a jerk. Yeah, they're firmly in the grave. Hopefully not mine. You can... He stands there for a moment, watching this. For the first time, he says something. Do you... My turn now. I'd expect nothing less. He grabs his staff, wicked black, absorbing every light it can. Grips it tightly. You can see a light green course up its body, and he brings it forward, almost like a stab that one would do with a bladed weapon, but with an upturn to his motion, attempting to hammer it under your ribs. Shillelagh. Faustus, you got anything for this one? Uh, is he casting a spell? I think he's shillelaghing me. <laughs> I think he's cantripping you. If he already had shillelagh cast, I can't do anything about it. I guess that, that may be what happened. That might be why it was drinking in the darkness. That's a 23 to hit. That hits. <laughs> yeah, he, he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't actively casting, was he? No, no, I think he just attacked me. That does 14 bludgeoning damage to you. It's 11 bludgeoning damage to me. Bring me down to 35, which I think he was hoping would be a lower number. As it impacts up against you, you don't feel any worse than being hammered by something heavy from someone notably strong. But as you look back to him, the staff begins to weep. Thick liquid begins pouring from it. It's deep, dark, and only when it begins smearing as he spreads it against the woman next to him do you notice it as blood. You don't see it as your blood. You don't recall being ruptured. But as it courses across her, you see as some of her gashes begin to restore themselves. Good turn. Our turn. Let's see. Connor, so, I never thought about how weird how we, like, take turns during combat. <laughs> Maybe we should, like, stop doing that. Why are we better so we just all hit him. You performed well this combat round, soldier. Um, so the tiny twig thing would attempt to attack Illyria, however you get to attack first. Just, just tell me if you get above a 13 on one of the two rolls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's 18. dead. We're good. Ow. As the thing attempts to stand up, you just kind of collapses down on it, slamming his head against it. It breaks apart. <laughs> Man, he's such a good boy. He gets to collect sticks and save his master at the same time. <laughs> best pup. <laughs> So, um, with the remainder of Twigs, that is, uh, let's see, two against Grimhild, they both fail miserably. Two against Grove, they both fail miserably. 
Oh, they didn't crit me like last time, these little shit. Another step forward for two against uh, Illyria. That is a 13 and a 18. To me? Yes. Both hit. That is three and three piercing damage. Not so dead, six. but I'm a little close. How much damage do these things do? 1d4 plus one. Wow. The, the, the issue is the lightning bolt I took earlier that took out 13 of my right 33 here. damage. I should just mosh into those things. They only have a 50-50 chance of hurting me if they hit me. I have to go for the big one. Um, that's one for each, you'll say. Five for Grimhild, 18 for Grove. Uh, that is three piercing damage to Grove. Grove? Yeah, I'm not dead yet. Okay. Um, and then finally, the last of the surging twig piles moves over to uh, Nick there. That's a crit, and that's a 20. Jesus. Not a crit. <laughs> Uh, so that's a, that's three and three piercing damage to you. Okay, well, um... The rolled a one and the normal one rolled a two. Well, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Since I'd be aware of the initiative order, she is going to act before I get another turn, right? Correct. Okay, I'm not going to waste on candy touch on those. Uh, so... <laughs> okay, Total I take six. six. Piercing. Yeah. They continue shifting around, attempting to stab at the ankles of whoever they can. They sink into a few of you, but it's not as savage as many of the beatings you've already had, and even in just a street fight have been worse. But it is painful, adding up on top of everything else you're encountering. Please, I know three madams that whip harder than that. <laughs> and at least two sirs. <laughs> That's why comrades the Um... So, for the record, though, it is, it is it is similarly getting a little dire over here. <laughs> uh, finally, running out of steam. Oh, yeah, Nick and I oh. appear to be on the edge. I'm having the opposite problem. I got full health, but I've only got one of each spell slot left. I, I forgot to modify my uh my in-game health bar. There we go. The woman looks over to the man, Gulther. I'm. He just nods carefully. She ex inhales deeply, pulling upwards with her hands, and then pushes out to either side with. A quick motion, hands outwards, exhaling it with a, what seems like it would be a loud scream, but it's silent almost, as you feel a resonance in the air. Uh, I need everyone within 10 feet to make a constitution saving throw. Is she casting a spell? Yes. You could oh, also attempt to no. stop that. <laughs> Oh, God, get that blue mage in. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, hell no. His eyes will uh, glow blue. He'll hold his hand up like he's plucking a softball out of the air and then turn and pull into a fist and uh, try to cancel it out. He snaps his fingers three times in a circle and moves counter, his head. Counter spell automatically side. It automatically succeeds on any spell below its spell slot, correct? Count spell. I'm, I'm on it. I'm, I'm on the page. Control water. Counterspell. Yeah, um, automatically counters level three or less. Great. Oh, yeah. She makes this motion, and as she begins exhaling, she just makes begins a scream, but as it even starts, and you see this red glowing within her, you just make this motion and crush it in your hand. The feeling of whatever was going to resonate in the air stops, and just you hear a, just a hiss of air from her mouth. <laughs> she appears incredibly confused as she like grabs at her throat briefly and then I don't and then looks to you with terrified eyes. What's wrong, sweetheart? Nothing to say? <laughs> he said, flicking out a cigar and adjusting his mustache. <laughs> 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 I 
was wrong, sweetheart. Well, that's a real home digger right there. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, at least she doesn't know guttural response. Uh, Grimheld. And if anyone okay. would know guttural response. I've now. One is switch to melee and chop up this weird tentacle monster. Or I could just ignore it, crossbow bolts into that dude, which is exactly what I'm going to do because fuck that guy. He lightning bolted me. Uh, right. He would have half cover. Yeah. Uh, what's he have? Dudes are half cover. Friendly dudes aren't. Friendly dudes actually are half cover. For real. Your I don't necessarily always pay attention to that. However, also the staircase, the barrels. Yeah. They're probably willing to move, but there's probably only so much they can do to get out of the way without compromising yeah. themselves. Uh, like I, I think you can make. Does does that guy grapple on a hit, or does he have to grapple as an action specific? Grapples on a hit. like a special attack. I'll let you know. Uh, that's yeah, he grapples so, on a hit. So so moving might not work out. <laughs> yeah, you could disengage, but then you wouldn't be able to attack. I'll try to move, and if he hits me, he hits me. Okay. So let's so see. That's three attack, two little dudes and the big dude. Yes. I'll roll dudes first. Natural one. <laughs> 14 and no. 10. So. Okay. Good. Big dude. Uh, the two small ones attempt to go for your legs as you just kind of step over them. And the large one, once again, attempts these grasping vines. But you maneuver between the barrels in such a way that it kind of just scrapes up against the sides and tries to ooze around it without much success. Okay. Uh, the other two guys who are left there will get attacks. I'm moving over here. <laughs> oh hello. Uh so go ahead and roll for them. That's a thirteen and uh nineteen. That oh, nineteen will hit. It deals two piercing damage. Okay. As it just uh, scratches against the underside of your foot. As my bonus action, I'm transforming the crossbow into a sword and swapping out my other crossbow for the talon spear in axe mode. Okay. If, okay. Axe patrol. Uh, and then I will take a swing with the axe, because it does a little more damage. Yeah, everyone on the front line's got axes. <laughs> 22 hits. Except, except axe. That does hit. Okay. Oh, and I use my other weapon, so I get half of my style bonus thing. Which means plus one more damage. That is 12 points. Nice. And then second attack, it's a 14 hit him. It does not. Dang. Okay. So okay. damage. Nothing to sneeze at. Uh, you can still use your bonus action. I use that to change weapons. Oh, wait, you use your bonus action to transform. Right, right, right. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so you bring the axe down. You bring the sword across him. Or was it axe first? Oh, it was both axe both times? Only axe. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, you bring the axe down against him, and it collides into his shoulder. You can feel the crunch of the bark-like skin that he has, and then a crunch of something lower. You feel like you may have fractured a bone this time. He doesn't make an active expression to it, but you see his eyes close and his step half a step back. You pull it out and swing it back down again, but this time he just holds up his hand and catches the handle of your axe as you bring it down. Just shoves it back along with you. Your back is now to the barrel, but... He doesn't follow through immediately, clutching himself briefly. Uh, let's see. The large vine creature, now with nothing next to it, undulates through the opening, and its vines oh, tang- no, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> tangle around the barrel as it then lashes out far at Grove. That's a nine to hit. Nope. <laughs> Sweet. Great gimp fight we got going on here. It lashes against you, but you just 
jump over where it swings, breaking open a few barrels from the weight of its tendrils. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's like the needle boys are at it again. <sighs> you hear wooden sounds coming from the steps as they approach from the doorway. One of them, now standing next to the dog, just tries to beat down upon it. That is a 19 to hit. Uh, that, that does. probably hits. That is eight piercing damage. Up, oh, dog's down. The creature swings downwards, and you can see as you attempts to turn to face it. And Grove, you just hear in your head very briefly, just, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> and then there's a loud, fleshy thump as the fist pushes it into the ground. It pulls back. You see it covered in blood. Look back for a second. Faustus, be smug in your head, but don't you dare say a word. Everyone moves over to the side and attempts to fire a spray out at Faustus. That is a 12 to hit, but you also have plus 2 AC. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. Really? You, you have 10 AC, effectively? I have 9 AC. Cool. That is 7 piercing damage. These guys are way more effective now. <laughs> <laughs> way more effective when they're not hitting a man with 19 armor. Yeah, but then they were doing like four damage when they did hit me. <laughs> so oh, now they do eight. They hit harder at range. What do you want? <clears throat> you feel the series of spines go up your back, and it's an unpleasant experience, to say the least. Not one you have really could say you've ever experienced before. Uh, that is Illyria's uh, turn. Kay. Oh, Nick's turn. Excuse me. Nick uh, first. Do um, things. Is there any way of attacking to subdue rather than attacking to kill? Yes, there is. You can just call it. Pretty simple. Oh. It's streamlined. That would have been good to know when I murdered that chick back there. Okay. Um. Look, we're already two murders deep. We can't get any worse than this. <laughs> yeah, because he going to basically try to hit, yeah, hit her in the back of the head with a uh, uh, basket hilt of his rapier. Okay. Uh, 17. That'll hit. All right. This will be one hell of a basket hilt. So 1d8 plus 3d6 plus 4. 22. All right. Uh, Yeah, you slam in the back of her head, and you see her topple like a sack of potatoes. She falls to the ground. And yes, apparently I did finally fuck up the initiative. I'll get to that in a moment. Um, But yeah, okay, so... She collapses, uh, splayed against the barrel. Uh, Nick will step over her carcass, uh, point uh, his sword breaker at the remaining guy. It's your call, man. He turns to you. And what are you wanting? Call off these creatures. And then what? Leave. That's simple. It can be. See that I finish off the collection of blood I got on my blade already tonight. So He just nods. Okay. Although, before you go, I would like to know why he indicates that the wine barrels and the guy's blind, so that's not going to help. Well, let's first get to one thing uh, else. Uh, (laughs) uh, Grove, were you going to do anything? You could kill the vine thing, probably. Uh, Yeah, he'll try that. Plus eight. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sure. Uh, He threw the dagger have that anymore. You have your axe. And that uses yes. X. So double the D6. That is 11 damage. Okay, yeah. That is... Uh, as it sloughs towards you and attempts to impact, you just kind of leap 
leapt over it, and as you're continuing to do so, you just drive your axe down and cut off quite a few of its tendrils as it kind of shrills backwards with a slopping plant noise. Um, so yeah, with the other bit, uh, is anyone, so with this agreement in mind, is anyone actually continuing to fight this? I need to know that right now, if I'm ending that initiative order or not. I'll pick the shield back up, but I'm not going to attack anything. Okay, so let's understand that this is out of character that I'm asking this. If someone were to, say, murder him, (laughs) surrender, so, like, we're out of initiative order, he's not expecting it, and someone plants an axe in his fucking skull, have to go back into combat for that, or would it just happen because he's been fucking beat to shit already? Well, that would be an end of the session, and we would deal with that next session, because I am getting tired. <laughs> no, this is wrapping up soon. I apologize for how long it went. My thing is, I don't know whether, because, like, there's a lot of these little fuckers left, and honestly, like, I'm not sure if we can maintain... Uh, <laughs> no, we could kill all, like, Conrad could kill all himself. We could walk away, and he could just murder them. He might be a little sleepy afterwards. I mean... I, I say we can let them leave to the hands of the uh, the, the, the crow men. Well, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. Right. In character. Yeah. Is that so, a mechanical question? Like, like I was asking a mechanical question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, Grimhild is a monster who kills monsters. This man would probably expect you to somehow attack him after surrendering anyway. It's clear to see that. So you're probably not just going to get a coup de gras that simple. However, that said, if you get it into peaceful time and all of you just agree to kill him, like he, the f- combined force of you is going to overwhelm him. So, yeah, she doesn't see this as solving the problem; she's delaying it. Um, I mean, she's going to go along with it for now. Okay. <clears throat> because we gain more from regrouping than he does. Well, plus we already killed more than half of the dudes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he taps the staff against the ground. And all of the small twig and vine creatures go still, simply acting as shrubs. He like steps back off the, because he was basically standing over the unconscious body of the woman. He reaches down slowly and wraps an arm under her, reaching towards her midsection, pulling her up. He is a massive man. It takes him little effort. I understand this means leave and don't come back. That is the agreement. He nods. I'm a man of my word. Don't test that. He taps the staff against the ground again. All the creatures begin to move, but in file, moving out. He backs away slowly, carefully, watching all of you with his one good eye. When the when him and the creatures are far enough away, he'll sheathe his swords. Yeah, I'm not going to adjust all the map because that would take a while. But Before he's out, Alaria will be like, so why were you, what, why were you doing this? That's what I asked. I know it didn't get answered, so I'm reiterating it. To end the evil on our lands. It seems it will take long. He doesn't turn around. He walks away. Uh, and unless anyone had any desperate scenes, I think I'll call an end to the session there. Nope. Well, very much combat. Very long combat. <laughs> uh, very sleepy Susan. I apologize for how long that took. It's D&D. Yeah, it's D&D. Mm-hmm. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns? Jesus. Have health nope. double damage. Hmm? Hmm? What? Have health double damage? Oh, half health double damage. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work as. No, actually, this is not bad. Uh, so it worked well with 
fourth edition. I don't think it worked because hit points. Are I, I will. Lower I will say that that's like one of the big impressive boss fight style things. So uh, good job, y'all. <laughs> I think we spent a lot of time armchair generaling. I think that took up a lot of the time. It's true. <laughs> More decisive action would have made it go a lot quicker. And I, yeah, that is My a good point. Were that completely I thought decisive. Um. Plus, there's a lot of stuff to run. Like, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you take like a pie chart of how our time was spent. You know, maybe five to ten percent was armchair. Like, the loud was just resolution of the number of actors in the scene. Like, I will I agree with that. We had like fifty fucking things to deal with this session. Yeah, there are. This is definitely the there is a swarm of things section of Curse of Strahd. Uh, and that does not help the speed resolution. Having big things that are strong actually goes a lot faster than having many things that are weak. Especially when we have no AoE. Yeah, that didn't help. Um, that said, with those qualifiers, you guys still have fun? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. I just I want to talk to that dude more. I need more information out of him. He's I mean, uh, theoretically, he can. Man. Just not yeah. right now. <laughs> He's a crazy asshole Luddite, and if we meet him again, I'm going to kill the shit out of him. <laughs> okay, you can do that just after I get all my answer, my questions answered. What, what questions do you want answered? I How can probably was do this it. getting rid of the evil of Maur? What was it's he not doing the in the law? It's not the evil of people, because Maur used people. to be a person. The evil of civilization. It's essentially just think the gruel mentality. Just get rid of civilization and things are better. Okay, I get that. Sorry if I said that. Why did he poison? Did he do the tree, or has the tree been a thing all along? That tree, the tree. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's probably there. Man, this saved me a lot of time having to explain things. I don't know. <laughs> no, they probably stuffed it to the gills with spirits to try and make it better, and then used all that to make everything well, and trying to soul destroy things. Is what before I'm we leave, this tree needs to be destroyed. I wouldn't say destroyed. It needs to be exercised, which is Conrad's. Yeah, it's probably forte. filled to bursting with fucking geists or some shit like that. Yeah, it's not it, evil right now, so it doesn't need no. to be destroyed. It's basically like just overstuffing a barrel. It is pure chaotic energy. Not chaotic, neutral, lawful, anything. It's chaotic. And you can either burn it down, which will take forever, chop it down, take long, but not quite as long, or somehow remove the source of its magic. I think that third, plus, I mean, we're here, that's why even if we, if you had access to your storm, it wouldn't have been a good idea because we're trying to keep this place relatively intact since we're trying to save it. You know what I mean? Honestly, the best thing thing to do is just talk to the people when we get there. It's like, yo, we fixed it, but your tree's kind of fucked. Do you have an idea? Pay us to fix that one. Yeah. Yeah, because that's something right. that would get uh that would get us back in their good graces for bastards. Handle this next time. Yes, we should. Yeah. Go All right. Any, any, anyone else have anything for the broadcast? Nope. No. Right. At least at least we all cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone did cool oh. shit that session. That's what I'm part of my thing. Like, good job, guys. That Even during cool failing storm. spectacularly, people did good things. Do you realize, like, how much people did this? Like, I'm just thinking of the number of individual creatures fucking you alone killed. And then Nick carving up people left and right, killing three things at a time with lightning. We got a lot of good stuff this time. I, I hit five wood dudes, and then I hit one guy real hard. <laughs> I think I did... I was doing, like, an average of 20 damage a sneak attack. And I got a lot of them in. I just I, the, the part I most enjoyed was being able to to use the terrain 
yes. to basically like hop around the field and get good angles on people and stuff like that that was well designed when you're not fighting out in the woods there's a lot of good terrain to use all right i'm going because i'm gonna pass out all yeah right. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm killing the broadcast all right uh, night, night, night. 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 Night.